Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together, we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick. And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
It's Memorial Day. It is. It's Memorial Day. Um, happy that. Yeah, happy Memorial Day. And, uh, I mean, we really do want to share our um, thankfulness for people who have served in the military and, and fought for our freedoms. Okay, I come from a military family, so... When I come across as anti-military, please understand that... You were in the military. Yeah. my Well, my dad is retired Air Force. Um, one of my uncles is retired Navy. One of my other uncles is retired Air Force. And I was in the Army. So, I mean, except for the Marines, we kind of hit it all. Yeah, yeah. And so... I do come across as anti-military. I recognize that. I think it's more about the stances that they take for yes. things. Not the people in the military ever. Like, those are... Unless they did something stupid and dumb. But then, whatever. It's a complicated issue, you it know, is right? It is very complicated. But those who have given the ultimate sacrifice, we definitely thank them for wanting to stand for what is right and good in this world. Yeah. So. Yeah. That That is important to say, I think. I'm appreciative that there are people who put their lives on the line. Correct. And that's sacrifice is always wonderful, regardless of the reasons that they are forced to be there in the first place. And that's where we get into class issues and sure. economic problems. And that's where I get pissy. Okay, so... so th- that was Memorial Day. Let's get into No God. No God. <laughs> and we are in first, or no, we are, we, wait, what did we do last week? That's what I meant okay, to say. What did we do so, last week? So I guess the way we start is, hey, babe, do you remember what happened on Friday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a fucking chance. No, <laughs> I don't remember. Um, okay, so um, they had to go kill the people or whatever. They and, always are killing people. Right, What's that's different why, this week? That's why I didn't <laughs> specify um, God was like, get every single one. And then Saul was like, okay, but he did everybody oh, but Agag. that's right. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he didn't kill all the and choice then, things. And that... then God told Samuel, I can't even believe I ever had him be king. Right. I regret this move. And then God took over and became king. Or something. Whatever, something like that. And, yeah. And... Saul was like, but I did follow the rules. And Samuel was like, well, but you didn't, though. I mean, he didn't, exactly. I do question those rules that they make. I think that he followed them as he understood them. Right, yeah. That's my... No, and I don't know that there was much to understand, because honestly, it didn't feel like anybody knew the fucking rules back then. Right. So, whatever. And I mean, Samuel is just passing this down, (laughs) and I think that he was kind of a grifty fuck, so... I think he also didn't like Saul very much. Right. That's just my opinion. Right, exactly. So... Yeah. Um, So anyway, that was last week. That was 1 Samuel chapter 15, and today we are going to get into 1 Samuel chapter 16. Awesome. Let's go ahead and get into this. Let's do it. Okay, First Samuel chapter 16. Okay. David, anointed king. Oh, okay. We're getting into David. So I guess God didn't stay king very long. He's like, I'm going to put another person in, and it's David. God didn't become king. That's, they said he wasn't human. Is David not human? I think David's human. Well, I think that um, what they said was something to the effect that the next one won't be... Um, have human foibles. And I David don't know. is supposed to be descended from greatness and will be awesome or something. That's not what I read and that's not what I heard and understood. 
Okay. I didn't read it. You read it. I know. But that's not what I I don't think it specifically said he won't be human. No, it said... "Hmm, Mm. You were wrong. Okay, I believe you. (laughs) I'm just saying. David is supposed to be, like, not totally human. Okay. So he fits the bill. I... Okay. Uh, as as per w- what the Bible is trying to represent present to us. Okay. 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 Whatever. You don't even know about David, and you're like, whatever. No, you're right. I don't know about David. Okay. But I know what it said last time. It said not human. David is human. I guarantee he's human. I ag- or non-existent. One of the two. But you know, one okay. of those two is definitely. I totally the case. agree with you that David is human. Okay. But the people. In the Bible-y thing, are trying, are, they are going to try to present him as not human. Okay. Or not fully human. So that he fits the bill per <clears throat> their description. I think you might be wrong. How am I wrong? You don't just... know anything about David. How am I wrong? I'm not saying... Never mind. <sighs> <sighs> okay, let's okay, go. Okay, let's go. Now the Lord said to Samuel, you have mourned long enough for Saul. I have rejected him as king of Israel. He out. Yeah. So fill your flask with olive oil and go to Bethlehem. What? He's like, Wait, what did you, hit why the road, Why did you Jack? fill your flask with, flask with olive oil? What goes? So that you can bless shit along the way. Mm, okay. Bless, bless here and a bless, bless there. Got it. What do you put water in? The other one. <laughs> okay. Find a man named Jesse who lives there, for mm. I have selected one of his sons to be my king. Okay. But Samuel asked, how did I do that? If Saul hears about it, he'll kill me. Wait, what? All of a sudden, they're making Saul out to be a murderer? Wait, how did they rein Saul in in the first place if he's going to kill him for getting a new king? I have no idea. That doesn't make any sense. No, it's like we skipped a chapter somewhere. Right? Yeah, like Saul's right. a lot more powerful apparently than we thought. Mm-hmm. But yet they still took power away from him. I don't get that. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. And also, he, he and his son took care of the fucking... Philistines over there. Right. So maybe let's not kick him to the curb totally. According to the Bible, they were like, he was like groveling to like stay alive last time. Yeah. And now they're worried about him killing Samuel? Yeah. And that doesn't make sense. So here's what the Lord says. Okay. okay? Take a heifer with you and say that you have come to make a sacrifice to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Invite this Jesse guy to the sacrifice and I will show you which of his sons to anoint for me. Okay. So Samuel did as the Lord instructed. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town came trembling to meet him. What's wrong? They asked. Do you come in peace? <laughs> Shit, if, man. If that's a question you got to ask Samuel when he walks into your town. And you, um, Shit is not good in this right, town. Yeah. I am out. Give right. it a pass. Yeah. Uh, yes, said Samuel. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Purify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Okay. Then Samuel performed the purification rite for Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice, too. Cool. So there's Sorry. lots of sacrificing going on, and you are bored. I mean, you know, it's more sacrifice. Yeah, I am. I know. But also, it's, <laughs> it's been a long day. Right, that too. When they arrived, Samuel took one look at Eliab and thought, surely this is the Lord's anointed. Because mm, he must look, you know, fancy or something. I guess he's... The right look. I don't know. Yeah, he looks like a king. That guy looks like a king. He's like, that boy is hot. (laughs) (laughs) But the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height. For I have rejected him. Definitely. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. And he's just talking to Samuel in real Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Like, like he's He's, got his thoughts. He's he's like, wait, no, not that guy. He's got a piece in his ear. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
people judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the fucking heart. <laughs> okay? I added the fucking. Yeah, I know. Then, Jesse told his son, Abinadab, to step forward. <laughs> yep, I did sound that out. Mm-hmm. Abinadab. To step forward and walk in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, this is not the one the Lord has chosen. Nope, not him. Next, Jesse summoned Shemia, but Samuel said, Ooh. neither is this the one that the Lord right. has chosen. I could have guessed that. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet I know who I bet he chose. I bet I know who he chooses, too. In the same way, all seven of Jesse's sons were presented to Samuel, but Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen any of these. Huh, interesting. Hmm. Then Samuel asked, are these all the sons you have? Mm, they're still the youngest, Jesse replied, okay. but he, he's out in the fields watching the sheeps and goats. Hmm. It's almost like Cinderella came from yeah, the story, right? right? Yeah. Like, oh, don't worry about that piece of shit. <laughs> Send for him at once, Samuel said. Yeah. We will not sit down to eat until he arrives. Right. So Jesse sent for Cinderella. He was <laughs> dark and handsome with beautiful eyes. What, was he really? That's, That's what, it, what says. it says. Yeah. So he's got good outwardly appearance? He does. And we can judge this time by appearance? This time we can. Okay. Yeah, but not the other times. Not the other times. And the Lord said, this is the one. Oh, <laughs> anoint him. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Is, that, is that how he said it? Yeah. I don't, exactly, I don't think that's how he said it. Because this boy was so fucking hot. Mm, okay? Yeah. Okay. So as David stood there among his brothers, Samuel took the flask of olive oil he had brought and anointed Cinderella with the oil. David. David. Jesus. What? Nothing. You've called him. You've not even called him David yet. You call him Cinderella every fucking time. David is Cinderella. Okay. I'm sorry, but yeah. that's where the story must have come I'm just, from. I'm just. It's bugging me. I'm like, you, you can't call. It's not. That's not his name. That's what happened, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David from that day on. Then Samuel returned to Ramah. Mm. Okay. 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 Yep. That's the end of that little section. Got it. Next section. Moving right along. David plays the harp. For Saul. Of course he does. Ooh, for Saul, though. Playing the harp, mm. huh? Is he going to put him to sleep? I don't like know. Like Jack and the Beanstalk? I, who knows? That's what happened in Maybe Jack he's going to win his favor by playing the harp so fucking good. And being that, pretty at him. Yeah, being pretty at him. Yeah. Yep. Now, the spirit of the Lord had left Saul. Oh. Oh. Saul's all lonely. No Lord Well, I mean, yeah, we kind of knew that. He was like, fuck yep. off. They were going to kill him, for God's sake. I know. So. And the Lord sent a tormenting spirit that filled him with depression and fear. Oh, man. Sometimes I have depression and fear. Do you think God's <laughs> fucking with me when that happens? No, I think God's not real. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Some of Saul's servants said to him, A tormenting spirit from God is troubling you. Let us find a good musician to play the harp. And of course it's going to be David. Whenever the tormenting spirit troubles <laughs> you, he will play soothing music and you will soon be well again. Mm. Because that's how depression works, you guys. Right, just a harp. Yeah, that's somebody what just we, plays... To be fair, we don't have a harp. Okay, but we have the internet that has the harp on it. But do you play the harp on the internet all the time? No, because when I am depressed, I don't want to listen to music. But maybe because... you should give it a try. The harp apparently fixes okay. it. Okay. I don't want to. <laughs> That's not how depression works. Well, I can't help but you're obstinate, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> you're going to get a kick in the wiener when oh, this is okay. over. That's what. <laughs> All right, said Saul. Find me someone who plays well and bring him here. He should have said, and also make him pretty. Mm, yeah. One of the servants said to Saul, one of Jesse's sons from Bethlehem is a talented harp player. Yeah. There is like zero plot twist here. Right. Not only that, he's a brave warrior, a man of war, and has good judgment. Oh, and he's also taking your spot as king. <laughs> he is also a fine-looking young man. There and the we Lord go. is yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah, bring them here. Mm. Oh my God. What? Nothing. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse to say, send me your son, David the Cinderella the shepherd. Did this happen before or after he got anointed king? I don't know. Like He's this is a weird time. Like, it's, like it's like there's a flashback here before because like they're, <laughs> they, they haven't even sat down to that dinner yet and they just flashed over to this. I don't know. They're like, go get David. No. And then he's there. Dinner and then... happened. This okay. is like a couple days later or some shit. Okay. Jesse responded by sending David to Saul, along with a young goat, a donkey loaded with bread, and a wineskin full of wine. So David, the Cinderella, went to Saul and began serving him. Mm-hmm. Saul loved David very much. Yeah. I bet he did. I bet he did. <laughs> and David became his armor bearer. Oh. Is that all he bore? Wow. <laughs> Then, See, this has got to be before he became king. Right. Well, he's got, got he's got the Lord inside him, so he's going to become king. According to you, he's got something else inside him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then Saul sent word to Jesse asking, please let David remain in my service, for I am very pleased with him. <laughs> <sighs> and whenever the tormenting spirit from God troubled Saul... David would play the harp. Yeah, yeah. that's not all he played. <laughs> then Saul would feel better. I bet he did. Uh-huh. And the tormenting spirit would go away. The yeah. end. That, okay. Wait, wait. That's <laughs> your, wait. So, hold on. That's the end of the fucking chapter? We, we anointed him king and then we did a flashback to where he's no, like serving he's, David? He's or serving anointed Saul? king by God, but it has not come to pass amongst the people. And uh. so he's... Like, over there, you know, helping Saul out so that he can eventually easily slide into his place, is my guess. I, I don't know. This is weird to me. This is really weird. I, mean, I don't I don't know what's going on here. about beautiful guys that play harp. Yeah. What's weird about that? <laughs> you have to ask the question. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll find out what the fuck happens tomorrow, right? Yeah. So that was that weird chapter chapter in the Bible. That was 1 Samuel chapter 16, and tomorrow we'll read 1 Samuel chapter 17. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband! Wife! Uh, do you remember what happened yesterday? I do not. We've done a lot today, so... We did. It's it was been a busy day, day yeah. today. Yeah. Okay, um, well, this guy named Jesse had all these kids, and Saul was like, one of them's gonna be king! Nah, yeah. And then it was Cinderella. Oh, David. David. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And so then, um, Saul was like, you're the one. And then, um, after that, um, oh, what's his he name? Played the the other guy, Samuel, other Samuel had a headache and sent for a harpist, because that's what you do. Was it when Samuel you- or Saul? I thought Saul's the one that sent for him. No, Samuel. Oh. Samuel. You sure about that? Um, wait, let me just double check. <laughs> I thought it was Samuel. I thought it was Saul, because I was like, why is this uh, oh. former king, no, you're right. you know, asking for this dude to come? You're that right. was really weird. No, you're right. It was Samuel that said, show me your boys. Right. And then Saul was like, I have a headache. And I thought it was just weird to happen, like, after yeah. he had been chosen a king, sort Chosed. of. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get it. But yeah, okay. I don't either. So that's what's happening. All right. And that was uh, Samuel. First Samuel, First Samuel. First Samuel chapter sixteen. And today we are doing First Samuel chapter seventeen. All right. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay. 
Okay, First Samuel chapter 17, and I'm so excited, because you know what this one's called? I don't, actually. It's called David Kills Goliath. Oh, shit. It's a story it's I kind of know. We know this one. Yeah. This is that we, yeah. That happens. It's famous. Mm-hmm. This is a famous one. Goliath is a giant. They jump right into it. David got, you know, kinged, and then, and like, then now he's, he's going to kill a, a yeah. Goliath thing. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Because I know of this story, right. but going to be honest, I don't really know the Doesn't story. Doesn't he kill him with like a slingshot or some bullshit? Yeah, yeah. He's he pokes just, his eye out or some bullshit? He's like some just crap. a little guy standing up to the big guy. And right, it's yeah. supposed to be this parable sure, for sure. always, you'll always win out. Good will always defeat evil and bullshit. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Okay. But if that was true, then abortion would not be overturned right now. So well, That's not how the Christians see it. Well, they can eat my ass. Just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. The Philistines now mustered their army. I Why mustered do you use my mustard? hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> We're stupid. Yes. Um, for battle. And okay. camped between Soko in Judah and Azekah at Ephes Damim. De- yeah, Damim. Okay. Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the Valley of Elah. So he's not king, but he's still leading. Right. That's that, really weird. Like, if I was fired, I would not still be doing the job. I don't. I don't yeah, I don't he's quite understand. He's twice fired now. Right. What's going on? This is. The, he's still leading. We need to kind army. of look up like what happened what is here, the like chain line? of events here yeah. with David and Saul and everything. Yeah. Because it's kind of weird. It's confusing. I don't totally get the timeline. Right. I don't either. Because. One, one day he's playing harps. The next day, I mean, one day he's getting anointed king. The next day he's playing harps for a former king, and now the former king is going to war with the new king. Yeah. But the former king's in charge. What? What? Yeah. what? What's going on? Yeah. So Saul apparently is still a leader at this point. I guess. Okay. So the Philistines and Israelites faced each other <laughs> on opposite hills with the valley between them. Okay. Kind of like the Cursed Mountain and Blessed Mountain. Right. With yeah. the valley between them. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was fun. That's a fun callback. <laughs> then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall, exclamation point. Jesus. Nine feet tall. Wow. But isn't like Shaq like that tall or some shit? He's like almost eight feet tall. So, I mean, is he a Maybe. giant or is he just He's like just really, fucking, really tall. fucking tall? Really fucking tall. Horses used to be like really tall and then they were like really tiny or vice versa sure i don't remember he obviously came from the giant line well obviously or something yeah he wore a bronze helmet and his bronze coat of mail weighed 125 pounds oh my god who could lift 125 pounds i could you could because (laughs) that is how much i weighed when we got married and you picked me up yeah a couple times a couple times yeah Yeah. he threw me on the counter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what nothing i'm just saying you pick me up yeah it yeah. happened mm-hmm. so i mean i'm not impressed right okay? yeah he also wore bronze leg armor and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder so there's still lots of the bronze bronze yeah, they're coming out of the bronze age or? but not quite out of it yeah they still got a lot of bronze left over they're like yeah. well Still, we got some iron. They're like, it still works. Yeah. Like, why get rid of the bronze? You know, we still got it. Hoarders. Yeah. <laughs> I might be able to use this someday. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the shaft of his spear. His shaft. Oh, Jesus. What? Oh, my God. You know what? You married me. I, yeah, I did. You married a child. <laughs> Was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam. <laughs> Tipped 
with an iron spearhead. Why in the Bible? That weighed Why? 15 pounds. Why? I couldn't even pay attention because, I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, my fuck. God. I'm so sorry. Okay, so he's got a spear, right? Yeah, and the shaft. <laughs> it's tipped. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. <laughs> I was trying to grow up for a minute. Fifteen fucking pounds, man. Yeah, yeah. Laying that right out there. No, just the the iron at the tip of the spearhead was fifteen pounds. It's a heavy tip. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a good head. His armor bearer walked ahead of him. Yeah, he did, carrying a shield. (laughs) At least fifteen feet ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Why was he carrying a shield? (laughs) Stop! Get off! Don't. That doesn't go there. Oh, right. Yeah. Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Mm, okay. When I think of taunt, I think of nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Well, yeah. That's what a taunt is. Yeah. Yeah. Why are y'all coming out to fight? He yeah. He called. I'm the Philistine champion. I'm pretty sure they did come out to fight. They're on the other the other hill. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we're fighting. Yeah. We're, what? Dem's fighting words. Yeah. And now he's going to fight. Right. Okay. I'm the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Yeah, only. Only. Only just. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, just one man. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. Wow. Holy shit. Sounds like a good deal, actually. Yeah, just knock the giant down right. and you're winners. Yeah. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know. That's the way it works. Whoever wins gets everybody. One person determines winner, the fate of everybody. Winner takes all. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Goliath is like. Let's I bet it's do David. I, it might be. It's just my guess here. I'm pretty sure it's David. I bet he does not have a 15 pound tip though. <laughs> or a long shaft. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> what do you think of David's shaft? I, I don't know. They haven't described David's shaft yet. Just Goliath's. So. I know. I yeah. Know. Are you impressed with Goliath's shaft? No, it's bronze. He didn't use iron. Oh my god. <laughs> when Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. Mm. Okay, if a nine foot man was standing outside my house and like hollering at me. Especially with bronze armor. Yeah, I would be, be scared terrified. regardless of the length of his shaft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we have to apologize for this episode. <laughs> Just, Do we though? I don't know. Do we Whatever. though? <laughs> Haven't you guys come to expect this from right, us at this yeah, point? Yeah. And if you haven't, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> now David was the son of a man named Jesse, an Ephrathite from Bethlehem in the land of Judah. Okay. Jesse was an old man at that time, and he had eight sons. Remember? I remember, and, and David, David was, was the, the youngest. Baby. Yeah. He was Cinderella. Yeah. Jesse's three oldest sons, Eliab, Abinadab, oh, and Shemaiah. I feel like we've talked about Abinadab before. They mentioned them all in the last chapter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah. Mean, I feel like we've heard about him before last chapter, though. Mm, I don't know. Eliab, I don't Abinadab, so. and Shemaiah had already joined Saul's army to fight the Philistines. Yeah. Okay, so the oldest three. Right. David was the youngest son. Yep. David's three oldest brothers stayed with Saul's army, but David went back and forth so he could help his father with the sheep in Bethlehem. 
Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, he was apparently doing army duty and, and sheep duty. And home duty. Yeah, yeah, he was doing it all. So he was like with the army for a few hours, then he'd go home and take care of the farm. Right, Because he's right. the youngest, yeah. so that makes sense. Yep. For 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion strutted in front of the Israelite army. Wait, they, they did he this for 40 fucking for days? He 40 days before he made his move? That's, Seriously? That's dumb. That's over a month. Right? Don't you just what? be like, dude, you guys aren't coming. I guess we're just going to go attack you. Yeah. So. Uh, we got a giant. We win. Right. Yeah. Duh. One day, Jesse said to David, take this basket of roasted grain and these ten loaves of bread and carry them quickly to your brothers and give these ten cuts of cheese. You cut the cheese to their captain. <laughs> I know. That one fell That was high. bad. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. See how your brothers are getting along and bring back a report on how they're doing. David's brothers were with Saul and the Israelite army at the Valley of Elah fighting against the Philistines. You know? Oh, so they are fighting them, I guess. I don't think they mean like physically fighting, just like they're they're there. Okay. They're there for the fight. Okay. So David left the sheep with another shepherd and set out early the next morning with the gifts, as Jesse had directed him. Mm-hmm. He arrived at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and cri- battle cries. Oh, I was See, wrong. they I are fighting. They're yeah. fighting. It wasn't, it wasn't 40 days of standing doing nothing. Right, they fought. It was 40 days of, let's not mess with that guy and just go around <laughs> right. him. And just... Right, but I mean, you'd still have to mess with him, though. Wouldn't he be like leading the charge if he's all badass and everything? I would think so, but I think they're just like, let's take out this army first and then... Okay. Soon, the Israelite and Philistine forces stood facing each other, army against army. David left his things with a keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. Hey, hey, you guys! Hey, you guys! I know you're fighting! Hey, stop for a minute! I got bread for you! Right, yeah. As he was talking with them... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but if I was, like, in the middle of war and my sibling came up to me and was like, Hey, hey! Hey, can I talk to you for a minute? I would be like, I'm busy, fucker. Can right. you not see? Yeah. You Stop. see that big dude over there? We got to fight them soon. I'm trying to kill this person. <laughs> would you just? Right. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Mm-hmm. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. Oh, so this guy was like yelling for 40 days while they were fighting. Got and it. the Israelites were like, I'm not trying to hear that. <laughs> Right, as right. soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Oh, so like they literally would taunt them and then he'd, they'd run away. Yeah. That's really dumb. Yeah. Okay. So the Israelites would be like, come on, let's go fight the Philistines for a minute. And they would fight for a little bit. And then the Goliath dude come out. would come out and be like, nya, nya, boo-boo, stick your head in doo-doo. And they're like, fuck me, let's get out of here. Yeah. And okay. so then they would run. Okay. I think They I, haven't learned their lesson after 40 days. No. But they've probably taken out quite a few Philistines. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I would hope they took out at least a few. I guess. Or else what the fuck are they even doing there? I don't know. Have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife. Because, you know, women are free to give away. And the man's entire family will be exempted from paying taxes. Oh, that's a good deal. Tax-free, just like churches. Right, yeah. Nice. For I mean, how long exactly, though? Like, how many generations does that last? Probably. But does it last more than one generation I or just mean, one generation? Him, probably him, his wife, and kids. But oh, okay. then I would assume that once his kids are grown up on their own, Got it. that it no longer applies. I mean, Got it. Right. it's not 
I don't know. Curses last for ten generations, so you know. That's true. Just saying. I would. I would want to see the paperwork on this. Yeah, definitely. definitely read some fine. You're gonna print. go fight a nine foot giant with fucking bronze armor, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say too, though, that once he kills them, and we know he kills them because the header right. said so. Yeah. That he definitely has some room to bargain. Yeah. I, I also have to ask this though. Like, let's say that you know they send David out and David failed, right? Mm-hmm. What's stopping them from just continuing to fight? Right. There's nothing really. Like con- you, you know, you giant said that now we're your slaves, but but we say no though. Right. Yeah. Like we're um, just gonna keep fighting. What are we gonna be like? Okay. Right. Like no. I don't Same think thing so. with the Philistines. Like yeah. I mean, why would they? If, yeah. if their giant lost, why would they be like? Oh, we give up now. Right, like, you killed our giant, womp womp, guess we'll be slaves now. Right, like, yeah. I don't think that's how that works. It's really dumb. But anyway. Is there some kind of honor code? I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Sure. Who could I, know? Whatever. David asked the soldier standing nearby, what will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God? Yeah. Wait, he's just calling him pagan just because he's tall and he's standing over on the other side? No, because they worship other gods that are not their god. Have you seen it? Have you seen this tall guy do it? Well, I mean, they... He's just like, you tall son of a bitch! They've been... The Philistines have conquered them on and off through the years, so they've lived under them. They know what their gods are, I'm sure. Okay, I'm just saying, like, they don't know this guy personally. They don't know what No, but they're going to assume that he's just like the rest of the Philistines. You pagan, tall son of a bitch! Right. Okay. And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, that is the reward for killing him. What is? They didn't say it, did they? No. Okay. But when David's oldest brother Eliab heard David talking to the men, he was angry. What are you doing around here anyway, he demanded. What about those few sheep you're supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. Uh, yeah, that's. I, mean, I lived all my life to fucking come be up front in see, the battle. See, I don't think he's king yet. I don't. No, I think. So. I think we've got. I think we've done a flashback here. Yeah, I think somehow. You're right. I but think I don't really understand. Right. I really don't understand where we're at. No, I know. I, I'm not sure either. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. What have I done now? David replied. I was only asking a fucking question. <laughs> it doesn't say fucking, but it does say I was only asking a question. Right. Right. He walked over to some others. <sighs> And asked them the same thing and received the same answer. He's like, God, stupid. Right. Oh, rude. Yeah. He's all rude. <laughs> <laughs> then David's question was reported to King Saul, and the king sent for him. Don't worry about this, Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no fucking way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. <laughs> You're only a boy. And yeah. he's been a man of of war since his youth. I don't see any other fuckers stepping up. Right? So. I mean, what, what happened? At least I'm willing to go do it. I'll try. Yeah. Shit, man. But David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club. And I rescue the lamb from its mouth. Ah. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. Damn. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll fucking do it to this pagan Philistine, too, for (laughs) he has defied the armies of the living God. Right, yeah. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will surely rescue me from this son of a bitch Philistine. I think y'all know the words I'm adding of, right, of yeah. my own Right, yeah, all the point. cuss words. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, it's the tone. Just trying to make sure, yeah. It's the tone. It fits. Right, Right? Yeah. I'm making it more fun. Definitely. Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, dum-dum, he said. He didn't call him a dum-dum. I know. And may the Lord be with you. May the force <laughs> be with you. <laughs> right. 
Then Saul gave David his own armor. Well, that's nice of him. Yeah. A bronze helmet and a coat of mail. Do you think it fit well? Did he give him a shaft? <laughs> yeah. David put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. Right. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He's like, he's like, I don't need this shit. Uh, this armor's too fucking heavy. Leave me alone. I don't have armor when I chase a bear. Damn, he's brave. I'll give him that. Right. And clearly strong. Yeah. Is he arrogant, though? Sounds like it. Sounds like he's a little arrogant. Yeah. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into a shepherd's bag. Oh, yeah, that's yep. right. He, he, Slingshot. Right, yeah. Then, armed only with his shepherd's staff. He's got a staff. Yep, he and sure does. And sling. He started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Mm. Goliath walked out toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. What exactly does a shield bearer do? Boy, holds his shield. But how's that fair? He bears his shield. How is that fair? You get somebody to bear your shield for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are standing behind it, and they're, they're holding it. Think of, like, when you see, like, those tactical moves, when SWAT teams in movies come, and you've got the one guys with, like, the things of armor or, like, the car doors, you right, know? There's right. the ones that are holding the car doors, and then there's the people with the guns and shit like that standing sure. behind them. Yeah. Armor bearer. Okay. Am I a dog? He roared at Jesus. David. Well, he, it says he roared. I had to make oh, him roar. Oh, okay. Got it. He roared at David. Am I a dog that you come at me with a fucking stick? <laughs> and he cursed David by the names of his gods. His gods? His gods. Wait, who's, what gods? Uh, the, the giant oh, his gods. was like, I have all these gods and I am using their names to curse you, you stupid little Why boy. Why would you curse somebody else with the names of your gods? That's weird. Like when we say, God damn you to hell. We have just okay. used our gods to curse somebody. All right, all right, all right. That, that's basically what he's saying, saying like, you know, by this pagan god and that pagan god, I'm going to fucking knock your deck off. You know, like that. Got it. Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. Yeah. David replied to the Philistine, you come to me with spear, sword, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, yeah. the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today, the Lord will conquer you. And I will kill you and cut off your fucking head. And then I'll shit on it. Just kidding. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Yeah. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. How many times have the Philistines have to um, learn that there's a God in Mm. Israel? Just as often as the Israelites have to learn that their God is a fickle son of a bitch. Right, right. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us, continued David. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. I mean, he is he's talking. Brave. He's talking a big game, though. Yep, yep. All he's going to do is throw rocks at him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you got to prepare for everything, right? Right. Somebody's going to throw rocks at me, maybe. Yeah. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone, he hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone stank in. Stank in? It stank. (laughs) It sank in to his head, and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. Damn. Just one shot? Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? That's all it took? (laughs) I guess. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Oh, my God. That's it? That's all it took? Wow. One fucking shot from a sling. One shot. 
Because it, it sunk into his head. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. Because you could throw rocks at somebody and they still get up. <sighs> you know? Then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from its sheath. You know that heavy ass thing? Yeah. David used it to kill him and cut off his head. Damn. And then he shit down his throat. <laughs> Israel routes. Oh. Um, we're doing another section now. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just that it wasn't... Didn't you know, break it up well. It didn't break it up. Got it. I hate this thing. Yeah, it it's not good. It's not easy. Right. Okay, the next section, all of a sudden, is called Israel Routes the Philistines. Well, shouldn't they have just, like, automatically won because they beat Goliath? Yes. Okay. But, but that's not how it works. Again. Because, like, what we said earlier. Yeah. Because <laughs> would you just be like, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds fair. Right. I'll, I'll just be your slave now. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they turned and ran. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Oh, they didn't keep fighting. So, yeah. Okay. No, they were like, bye. We gone. Then the men of Israel and Judah gave a great shout of triumph and rushed after the Philistines, chasing them as far as Gath and the gates of Ekron. Mm. I would be hanging in the back just doing a light jog. Right. And I would be like, I'm just picking up the stuff everybody dropped. <laughs> I'm helping. The bodies of the dead and wounded Philistines were strewn all along the road from Sharim as far as Gath and Ekron. Mm. They when killed them. They, they killed them all. They killed them good. They killed them hard. Mm-hmm. Then the Israelite army returned and plundered the deserted Philistine camp. Hmm. Yeah, they did. David took the Philistine... Oh, sorry. This is parentheses voice. Got it. David took the Philistine's head to Jerusalem, but he stored the man's armor in his own tent. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, what did he do with his head? Probably put it on a spike to ward off mm. any other Philistines from attacking. You got any more giants? <laughs> we can throw rocks at these guys. Right. As Saul watched David go out to fight the Philistine, he asked Abner, the commander of his army, Abner, whose son is this young man? Uh, Abner declared. Actually, what he said was, I really don't know, but right. uh, kind of sums that up. Sure. Well, find out who he is, the king told him. Yeah, so Saul's still king at this point. Yeah, I don't yeah. get it. No, it's I don't weird, either. Right? It's back and forth and back and forth yeah. and back and no, forth. There's definitely some like time warp shit going on. Let's do the time warp in the Bible again. (laughs) Okay, so find out who he is, the king told him. As soon as David returned from killing Goliath, Abner brought him to Saul with the Philistine's head still in his hand. Tell me about your father, young whippersnapper. And apparently this is before he played harp for him, too. Could be, could be. Because otherwise he would know who he is. Yeah, he'd be like, wait, aren't you my fucking harp player guy? Right. For my headaches? Yeah, so we keep going backwards in time instead Mm -hmm. of forward in time. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. Hey, tell me about your father, young man, Saul said. And David replied, his name is Jesse and we live in Bethlehem. The end. Oh, that's it? (laughs) Okay. It happened so fast that it took you a second, a full second before you're like, wait, you just said the end. Well, I mean, like, that was abrupt. (laughs) I keep expecting to, like, learn why we keep going backwards in time as opposed to forward in time. He just killed uh, a giant. Yeah, but, like. Calm yourself. Okay. (laughs) He just won a battle for Saul, though. So yeah, yeah. why? And and they plundered. Is this the plundering that happened when they got pissed because they took stuff that they shouldn't have? I don't know. And if so, was David partaking in that taking things of things that they shouldn't? I don't know. Okay. Sure. I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't know what that's all about. It's all back and forth and wishy-washy. It really is. It's I hope this becomes clear because I'm really confused right now. Timey-wimey. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was um, First Samuel chapter seventeen. Wow, wow, that was a burp. No, that was a hiccup. That was something. That was a hiccupy burp. Yeah. 
Okay, so that was First Samuel chapter 17. <laughs> tomorrow. We will be doing First Samuel chapter 18. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, we had a giant that wasn't really a giant giant. He was just a tall guy. With a big shaft and a heavy tip. <laughs> is, that, is that about about it? And uh, David knocked him out. Yeah, knocked his ass out and then chopped his head off. And then chopped his head off. Yeah, he was a badass motherfucker. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And Saul's like, "Who this?" Yeah. And we were like, "But we're what? like, don't you already know him?" Because he was playing the fucking harp for you, dude. Yeah. And then we're like, "What? What's up with this time frame shit?" Because you were king too before. Yeah. And now what? Yeah. What's going on? I don't understand. I don't understand at all. I'm fucking so, lost. Are you ready to move on to the next chapter? Fuck yeah, I am because I want to figure out what's going on. So that was 1 Samuel chapter 17, and hopefully they clear it up today in 1 Samuel chapter 18. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 18. Okay. Jonathan's covenant with David. Who the fuck's Jonathan? Saul's son. Remember, oh, he's yeah. the one that was like, hey... Let's go pick a fight over there, and then he ate honey. Uh, oh wait, so we're back to that now. That guy. I don't like. We are this. This Saul's, book is bouncing all over the fucking Saul's place. Saul's son Jonathan. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. He's going to make a covenant with David. Uh, okay. Okay. I think they're probably the same age range, so they're like, let's kick it. I just what happened? All the shit that happened before all this. I don't. I, I don't no understand. What's it's out going of on. order. Clearly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to look it up this weekend and see if I can find some some semblance of timeline to help clear things up. <sighs> okay. okay. Yeah. It's definitely number one on our Q&A for Saturday. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. I know, because you want to understand it. Yeah. And they're not making it easy. No, they're just like, we're just going to talk about this now. Right. And then, oh, wait, wait. No, now we're going to talk about that. Right. And and maybe we'll talk about this thing over here. But mm-hmm. then in between and then after and then before. Mm-hmm. But nowhere that's going to make sense. Exactly. So. I think you understand. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> after David had finished talking with Saul, because, you know, David's like, who this? Sure. And Saul, or no, sorry. Saul's, Saul's like, like, who this? Who this? Right. And David's like. The badass motherfucker that just took Daniel Giant. Right. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. So after that, um, David met Jonathan, the king's son. So Saul's son. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was an immediate bond between them. Oh. That's right. See, okay. they're going to kick it. Yeah. For Jonathan loved David. Oh. oh. I think okay. that they were a couple. You think? They were sweethearts. You think? Yep. I think they were sweethearts. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They should talk about love it more. Love is love. They should talk about it more so that, you know, Christians can shut right, the fuck up. Right, From that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. And Jonathan made a solemn pact with David because he loved him as he loved himself. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. They, like, uh, uh, they were The tight. way he loved himself at all times? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just checking. Yeah. They were tight. Yeah. I think they were lovers. I mean... They were, I don't know. They were besties and they were lovers. Definitely could be interpreted that way, mm-hmm, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I'm not making fun of them for that. Because they kept him with them. Yeah. Like, they kept him. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not making fun of them no. for being gay at each other. No, but if I'm, it is, then then we should admit it. I'm making it, fun we should, of Christians. Yeah, then we should be like, you know, whatever, Christians, it's in the Bible. Yeah. Jonathan and um, David, they were in love. Yeah. At the very least, they are in love. Like, yeah. Jonathan is, in, is at least in love with David. Yeah. 
So that's what it says. It says it right there. He's in love. Jonathan sealed the pact by taking off his robe. Yeah, he did. What the fuck? And giving it to David Hmm. together with his tunic, sword, bow, and belt. Um, hmm. Yeah, he that's, did. That's very interesting. Whatever Saul asked David to do, David did it successfully. So Saul made him a commander over the men of war, an appointment that was welcomed by the people and Saul's officers alike. Okay. Because he killed a fucking giant. I mean, yeah, that'll do it for you, and right? Jonathan's like, you got a nice staff now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Still a child. Right. Okay, next section. Kay. Saul becomes jealous of David. Jesus okay. Christ. But, but again, I'm I'm curious, where was the fucking heart playing? Because at some point, I don't know. he played heart form. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not on that right now. But could you imagine getting jealous of your child's either significant other or bestie? No. And being like, you're spending too much time with that person, child no, but of I, mine. I think it has more to do with his leadership ability, probably, because... That's that's where this is heading because he okay. made him a leader of people. So oh, that's true because he's gonna be the next king. Well, I mean, he, hypothetically, maybe he is already. And right, I, I don't fucking know what's going on here. So, when the victorious Israelite army was returning home after David had killed the Philistine, the Philistine, right? But then they killed the, them all. Right, he so. didn't just kill the Philistine, y'all. He killed a fucking giant. Right, which yeah. was only a nine foot tall guy. With a goddamn rock. Yeah, him with a rock. Yeah. Women from all the towns of Israel came out to meet King Saul. <laughs> King Saul, oh, huh? whatever. Yeah, they that's why they came, yeah. they came out yeah. for. Yeah, fuck you. They're like, yeah, we're going to meet Saul, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quote unquote. They sang and danced for joy with tambourines and cymbals. That's why he had a headache. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was their song. Saul has killed his thousands and David his ten thousands. Okay. Ten thousands, huh? I guess. I didn't know that David killed his 10,000. So apparently David's becoming quite the the military leader, huh? Yeah, Saul only killed thousands. Right. David killed 10,000. See, that's why they like him better. This made Saul very angry. Yeah. What's this? He said. They credit David with 10,000s and me with only thousands. Well. Next, they'll be making him their king. Yeah, they will. That is is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like you read the Bible or something. Right, yeah. Hmm. Because it already happened in the Bible. <laughs> exactly. We got sneak peek. But yeah, but I, I have to throw this out there, though. When they made him king, David mm-hmm. King, in a mm-hmm. previous chapter, yeah. right, he was still just a simple youngest farm boy. Yep. That was, so like, it's almost like two people wrote this book. And they combined it. That's yeah, because my... I'm like, what is, this is yeah. not making any fucking sense. No, I, so. I think that several different stories got edited together here and they right? just didn't do a very good editing job. Yeah. Yeah. So from that time on, Saul kept a very jealous eye on David. So I okay. guess he did not ask him to come play harp. I mean, for his that's headache. what it sounded like to me. Would you ask somebody that you hate to come play harp for your headache? That's not usually how that works. No, because no. there's a lot of people. Uh, not a lot of people. There's like three people that I super fucking hate. And even if I found out that they played good harp... They ain't playing harp for me. I'll you. suffer with this fucking headache. Right. And I'll take some Tylenol or Excedrin or something. Right. I just... I can't place where he would have played harp. Like, right. this, this is it just, doesn't it's, make sense. It's, this is wrong. Something is wrong Something with the Bible time frames here. Something stinks in Denmark. Well, I mean... Do you know it, what that's from? Yeah, it's from uh, Hamlet, right? Oh, my God. I'm so impressed that you knew that. <laughs> It doesn't stink. It smells fishy. Something is fishy in Denmark. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But still, wow. Wow. It's Hamlet, yes. for God's sakes. 
I know. It's just that you haven't read, like, a ton of Shakespeare. No, I haven't read a ton, but, you know, I've watched the movies. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I'm impressed. You're you're not as dumb as I thought you were. Oh, thanks for that. Just kidding. Love you, honey. Yeah. The very next day, a tormenting spirit from God overwhelmed Saul. Mm. Remember? Because God gave him a fucking headache. Uh, Yeah, I guess. He didn't have him there to play the harp now. Mm. Or something. And Saul began to rave in his house like a madman. I Uh do that. I do that like... You do that anyway. Yeah. It's just normal everyday Saturdays. Yeah. So... (laughs) (laughs) David was playing the harp as he did each day. Wait, what? David played the harp every day. Okay. But, okay, okay. What what is going on? (laughs) Like, I'm, this is, this is, no. What is happening? What is happening? But Saul, of the headache and the mad spirits, had a spear in his hand, and he suddenly hurled it at David, intending to pin him to the wall. But David escaped him twice. So, so apparently, David was playing the harp for him. Uh Uh-huh. This, this was, he, I'm... I'm really, really not understanding the story. It's really well, baffling to me. Here's the thing. Because he loved David, according to the first story that we heard about the heart plane. Yeah. And he was, like, all, you know, into David. And so like, like, Jonathan cool, and David are besties. Right. And probably lovers. Okay? Yeah. And here's the thing. So Daddy Saul is getting annoyed, and then he um, gets jealous, and then he gets a headache, and he starts getting... Um, Crazy, and that's when he and, starts throwing the spears, and he throws a spear. But I'm guessing that 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 thing where he asked for David to play him the harp probably yeah. fell somewhere in there. Yeah, I got it. I mean, it's just the way they told these stories is really weird. Yeah, no, I agree, and especially the king bit. Like, yeah. I'm no, it's really all bad. confused about that. It's all bad. Okay, Saul was then very afraid of David, for the Lord was with David and had turned away from Saul. Yeah. Saul's been fired twice now. Wait, Saul was the one that threw the... Mm-hmm. Okay, but if then you, he was afraid because he missed? Yeah, because listen, listen. I'm listening. You go to your enemy and you throw a spear at him and dude escapes twice. And after having escaped twice, you remember he killed a fucking giant and the people love him. And right, my right. son is his bestie. And he killed tens of thousands. Yeah. Aren't so. you going to be a little bit worried? Maybe not afraid. That's like a really strong term. Sure. But you would be concerned. I mean, you did try to kill the dude. So. Right. You're going to be alert. Like, right. this guy now knows that I hate him. He now knows I want to kill him. And he and killed a fucking giant with a he's rock. He's got everything on his side. Right. So, yeah. yeah, you would be worried. Sure. Okay. Finally, Saul sent him away and appointed him commander over 1,000 men. And David faithfully led his troops into battle. After having a fucking spear thrown at him? Twice? Well, yeah, he can't just kill him. The people will be like, the fuck? All right. So he's like, fine, clearly I can't kill you because I missed twice, so go command some leaders over there. Get away. Get away. What a weirdo. Right? Yeah. David continued to succeed in everything he did, for the Lord was with him. Right. Of course. That's why I do so good at everything. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. When Saul recognized this, mm, he became even more afraid of him. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's fair. Yep. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he was so successful at leading his troops into battle. Yeah, he was the most successful. He was the most battle <laughs> Of all the battlers, he was the battle Right, yeah. Question. What? They beat the Philistines, right? I mean, Who else sometimes. they battling? Anybody? Okay. I don't I, fucking know. I'm just curious. Like, can you guys you know, take those a dudes, rest? Those dudes over there and the other why dudes over just, there. Why can't they just rest? Just live. Just live your best life. 
Just calm your tits. Live. Right. You know? One day, Saul said to David, I am ready to give you my older daughter, Mirab, as your wife. Because he was going to do that Mm -hmm. for whoever killed the fucking giant. Yeah. Yeah. But first, you must prove yourself to be a real warrior by fighting the Lord's battles. Well, fuck you. I killed the fucking giant, dude. Yeah. That was not in the fine print, motherfucker. I will take my bride now. Right. Not that I approve of just, like, giving women away as right. cattle. But, you know, you made a deal. You, you did make a deal. hold up your fucking bargain. And, yeah. and this is old times when women didn't amount to shit, apparently. So I wonder how um, Jonathan is going to feel about all this. I don't know. It seems like they kind of just skipped over him. They're like, yeah, they were best friends and now nothing. Maybe they will figure their shit out. Got it. For Saul thought, I'll send him out against the Philistines and let them kill him rather than doing it myself. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I and what is my family in Israel that I should be the king's son-in-law, David exclaimed. My father's family is nothing. Yeah. So he's like, I'm trash. Why are you trying to make me king over here? Right, I guess. So when the time came for Saul to give his daughter Merab in marriage to David... He gave her instead to Adriel, a man from Mahola. Oh, shit. What? Man. Saul, you fucked up. That is not cool. Right. You can't just be giving your daughters away willy-nilly right. to the wrong guy. Yeah, that's that's crap. In the meantime, Saul's daughter, Michael, 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 M-I-C-H-A-L. I'm going to call mm. her Michael. Okay. You know why? Because there's a female Michael, Michael Burnham. On Star Trek Discovery. Sure. So, fuck you. That's what. Yeah. Okay, Saul's daughter, Michael, had fallen in love with David, and Saul was delighted when he heard about it. Here's another chance to see him killed by the Philistines, Saul said to himself. What? Why? Right? I'm not getting it. I don't understand. Yeah. But to David, he said, today you have a second chance to become my son-in-law. You know, because I... Maybe I don't want it, dude. You tried to kill me. You gave away your daughter I was supposed to get. Fuck Mm -hmm. you, man. Mm Mm-hmm. He's piss, like piss off. He's like you you missed out on the chance because I didn't let you have it. Maybe you missed out on the chance, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> then Saul told his men to say to David, "The king really likes you and so do we. Mm. Why don't you accept the king's offer and become his son-in-law?" Yeah. Just okay. do that. Oh, I get it. So that's why he gave away that's why Saul gave away his his daughter because David was like, "I'm just trash. I don't I'm not supposed to be it your son-in-law. What? I guess. No. Okay. So that he didn't cheat. He he gave his daughter away because got David it. politely declined. Got it. Got it. When Saul's men said these things to David, he replied, How can a poor man from a humble family afford the bride price for the daughter of a king? Yeah. Fair. Fair. Right. When Saul's men reported this back to the king, he told them, Tell David that all I want for the bride price, bleh, bleh, bride Price is 100 Philistine foreskins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you going to do with those? How do those spend? <laughs> Apparently 100 of them buy a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What do you do with foreskins? You you I, you I make a, a shoe? Why? They got to chop their know. wieners all the time. That's really... My yeah. God. Can you imagine? You kill 100 Philistines, right? And then you go, and then you walk- go back and you chop their fucking tip of their dick off for yeah. 100 fucking people? Yeah. That's really disgusting. Why are men so into their fucking wieners? Specifically, 
God. Why is God so into fucking foreskin? Why is God like, about men's dicks? Yeah, why? It's, it's really why? weird. And, and it's a very I think Sigmund Freud would have some things to say about this. It's a weird obsession. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's really not. You guys think about your dicks all the time. <laughs> that is not cool. Well, at least we don't talk about chopping people's foreskins off anymore. No, we just have people that think that it's perfectly fine to rape women because... Um, it's their, you know, right and duty to be sexed up. Well, I mean, to be fair, they talk about chopping off dicks in the fucking Bible, so. Right. And selling women to somebody else in, with the mm-hmm. price of foreskin. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's really, really, really fucked up. How many foreskins am I worth? <laughs> <laughs> How many foreskins would you pay for me, honey? I wouldn't pay a fucking single one. Oh! <gasps> No, Rude. I'm not cutting off anybody's Rude. foreskin for you. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. What if you had to? What if there was no choice and you got to name the price? How well, many? What's, what does no choice mean? Like, they're going to kill you if I don't yeah, do it? Yeah, you got to chop off some dicks. Well, then whatever they need me to do, I guess, to save your life. But that's it. That's all I'm doing. Okay, so you name the price. Uh, one. One. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, folks? I am worth one foreskin. <laughs> you said I get to name the price. I'm only chopping one. If I, if I got to chop some, that's all I'm doing. One. Well, I wonder how much all of your ex-girlfriends were worth. None. <laughs> nice answer. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you can pay uh, 100 Philistine foreskins. Vengeance on my enemies is all I really want. Yeah. They're dead! Right, yeah. Why They're do, dead! Why do you need their fucking tip of their dick? Wait, they're either in hell or heaven or, just or dead. nowhere. Right. You already done got your vengeance by killing them. Right. The tip of their dick does them no good one way or the other. I mean, I guess it's kind of like the Indians when they would take the person's scalp. But I think that's a lot cooler than... I mean, you know, as far as killing people Insofar goes. so far as peeling things off like, of people. Can you, I mean, just the scene when you're grabbing somebody's dick and then chopping it off. Like, I'm that's trying, just obscene and gross and like, I'm trying wow. to imagine it. Like, you have you to... you got to grab a hundred guys' dead dicks. Dead guys' dicks. <laughs> dead dick. <laughs> And you're not supposed to be touching corpses. No, yeah. So, oh, you gotta you gotta hold them right, down, then, and you gotta chop it first, yeah, and then kill them. Well, but Jesus Christ, I doubt that they did it that way. They probably did it afterwards. So then yeah. they're unclean on top of it. Yeah, if they're following the Bible and doing yeah. everything correctly. Yeah, which they probably aren't. So right, that's what I'm saying. Like they are supposed to do the dick first and then kill. But what they're probably doing, because it's easier, is killing them all and then chopping dead dick. Well, yeah. You can't... How could you precision cut a fucking foreskin? I mean, unless you're just cutting the whole damn dick off. Even then, to cut a dick off while they're still alive is going to be... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they had a professional um, foreskin. Dick chopper? Yeah. Yeah. Like a cigar cutter. Like a dude came behind and... They just took him prisoner, right? And then chopped off the dick. They took him prisoner. They tied him up. And then somebody came along behind and was like, one, two, <laughs> three. <laughs> and then they just finished him off and killed him. God damn it, you missed one. This is only 99. Because he stole one. Right, yeah. You know, for yeah, his, I mean, one, for his that, bride. Right, yeah. You know, it was you. You stole the one to pay for me. Yeah. <laughs> but what Saul had in mind was that David would be killed in the fight. Of course. <laughs> David was delighted to accept the offer because... He was very excited about Dick. Yeah, clearly. And that, well, but no, now he gets to pay Saul something. Okay. For his bride. So. Okay, but let's be clear. The word is delighted. He's very happy about touching right. Dick. Yeah, no, he, okay? he definitely I'm is. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. He's gay, and that's fine. 
That's fine. I just wish Christians were as fine with it. Before the time limit expired, he and his men went out and killed 200 Philistines. Then David fulfilled the king's requirement by presenting all their foreskins to him. So 200. He, so he went above and beyond. He went above and beyond. He's like, here's double. Right. So Saul gave his daughter Michael to David to be his wife. Mm. When Saul realized that the Lord was with David and how much his daughter Michael loved him, yeah. Saul became even more afraid of him. And he <laughs> remained David's enemy for the rest of his life. Oh my God. That's stupid. Like, literally, he's married to your daughter. Right. And and he's favored by God, and you're going to be mad and angry at him and, and scared bitch. of him? A petty Fuck little off, bitch. Man. These dudes were all just petty little bitches. Maybe they you should, all... like, warm up to him and then, like, you know, gain some of that favor, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. that'd like, be the smart you, thing to do. What are you doing right? Right. Teach me how to slingshot some flat rocks. Teach me how to kill thousands instead of... Right, tens of thousands. Tens of thousands right. instead of thousands. Yeah. Teach me how to Ta- chop dick. Right, yeah, you need to slice that dick real good like him, mm-hmm. so... Every time the commanders of the Philistines attacked... David was more successful against them than all the rest of Saul's officers. That's awesome. Bah, 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 he's the best. Probably because they were all scared to get their dicks chopped. Probably. You know, like they're like, I would be this afraid. motherfucker, he's going to take your dick tip. Yeah. You, yeah, you better, better, you better be scared of that guy. Look out. He's a dick tip chopper. <laughs> Dead dick chip. <laughs> Dead dick tip chopper. Right, yeah, that. Cool. Try to say that 30 no, times. No, no thanks. So David's name became very famous. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was famous before this. He fucking killed the goddamn giant. And he was king. And, he, and yeah, he, like, what happened to the fucking king shit? And he was the heart playing Excedrin. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still lost a little bit. Like, no, I, I get that the heart playing... Was intermixed in this story somewhere. Right. But the king thing happened before all yeah. this and still has not happened again. Right. In the this new story that they're telling. And so. what I don't understand is, okay, so there, I think there's like 31 chapters in First Samuel. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. One would assume that we're heading towards the end of Samuel's life, but there's a whole second book of Sam. Right. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, what else is left for you, my dude? Well, I mean, Samuel is somebody different than Saul. Like, right now, it's Saul and, and David, right? Right, but... We're not really hearing a whole lot from Samuel at the moment. But maybe Samuel comes back in as a uh, king picker again at some point for okay. a second king or something like that. I guess. Like, he's a prophet, right? So maybe that's yeah. what his his gig is, he's being a prophet. too. So. I guess. The whole thing is stupid. Plus, they still got to make David king again. I know. So. I know. Or something. It just... You know. I don't know. The whole thing doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. No, the Bible's really dumb, especially the way they fucking tell it. It's never right. Like, the way they tell it is all broken up and bad and bullshit. It's all bad. Yeah. All right. That was 1 Samuel chapter 18. Maybe tomorrow they'll get their story straight for yeah. 1 Samuel chapter 19, but I doubt it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys then, though. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Not a lot of it, but I think, uh, um, what's his name, David, mm-hmm. had to grab a bunch of dead dicks and cut the tips off. He did. Yeah. He did. There was that. That was yeah. exciting, you know? It, it was something. Who doesn't like reading about people grabbing dead dicks and cutting the tips off of them? Oh, my God. It's good shit. Anyway, <laughs> first he was besties with Saul's son, Jonathan. Right, right. And I believe that they were probably... More than friends. You know, it would make the Bible a little bit more tolerable if yeah. that was believed and part of it. So. I think I think so. And then Saul went nuts. Yeah, as you do. You know. And he sold his daughter to 
what's his face? David? David. Yeah, for, for the 100 dick, dick tips. Tips, yeah. But then uh, David was like, I'll go above and beyond. I'll give you 200 dead dick tips. Right. Doesn't it feel like whoever wrote this uh, section of the Bible was really infatuated with dicks? Because, A, he had to pay Saul... The mm-hmm. hundred dick tips, right? Mm-hmm. And also, you remember Goliath's fucking staff? Yes. Jesus Christ, the way they describe that thing, it's like a fucking giant dick. I know. Like, that's everything's why I was, dick. That's why I was reading it that way. Why has it all got to be dick? I don't know why it's all got to be dick. Yeah, I don't either. But are you ready to get into this next bit? I guess so. All right. Let's go do it. First Samuel chapter 19, go. All right. Okay, First Samuel chapter 19, Saul seeks to kill David. Oh, I mean, he already sought to kill David. Well, now he's going to... Remember he threw two spears at him? He did. And then he sent him out to, like, yeah. pull his armies over there. Yeah, like, when he wanted them to die while he was out there fighting. Because yeah. he's like, yeah. I'm going to make him go do these things, and he's probably going to die while he's doing it. Yeah. And then he didn't. So, yeah. so this he's is definitely about already tried to kill him. Right. But this is about more of that. Okay. So, here we go. Not a nice guy. Saul sucks. Samuel sucks. Saul sucks. Honestly. You wouldn't think Saul would be as popular as he seemed to be, like the way he was described, if mm-hmm. he was trying to kill this other dude who was really popular, too. Right. Maybe maybe David didn't go around telling people about it, though, I guess. Right. Maybe. That's my guess. I don't know. Saul now urged his servants and his son, Jonathan, to assassinate David. Whoa. But Jonathan, because of his strong affection for David... Wow, affection, huh? ...told him to jump off a bridge. <laughs> told him what his father was planning. Oh. oh. Damn. Wow. He's like, um, my dad doesn't like you. Right. You, and he's going to try to kill you. trying to kill me. And he wants me to kill you. But I'm not going to. Right, right. Like, how would you feel if, if one of your friends came to you and was like, FYI, my dad wants you dead. And he's trying to kill you. And he sent... I'd probably do my best to avoid that guy from there going forward. Right. And, you know, maybe call the cops. Maybe call the cops. Depending on how serious it was. But, like, how would you feel, though, if that happened? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what he thought of Saul, I guess. Maybe he doesn't much regard Saul for anything. I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, that would really make me sad to know that somebody's trying to actively kill me. But maybe David thinks he's a complete dick. Hmm. I'm just saying, like, in that case... Maybe David's like, yeah, that tracks. Right, yeah. (laughs) How would you feel if, like, your dad told you, I hate that friend of yours, go kill him? Wouldn't you be like, Dad, chill, relax? Well, yeah, obviously. What the fuck, Dad? Yeah, no, that's that's fucked up. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, he warned him, this is Jonathan talking to David. yeah. You must find a hiding place out in the fields. I'll ask my father to go out there with me and I'll talk to him about you. Then I'll tell you everything I can find out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The next morning, Jonathan spoke with his father about David, saying many good things about him. The king must not sin against his servant David, Jonathan said. He's never done anything to harm you. He's always helped you in any way he could. So just to be clear here, I I just want to clarify something real Mm -hmm. quick. Because just now, they said that Saul is still king. Which means that David is not king yet, right? Now, when they first talked about David becoming king, Mm -hmm. which was way back Mm -hmm. a couple chapters ago, Mm -hmm. they referred to him as somebody who wasn't really involved in a lot of things and young and and all he did was like help his parents do this thing over there and raise animals on the farm and Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. But no, he's fucking killed Goliath 
and mm-hmm. an army leader who's killed tens of thousands of people. Yeah. And he played the harp for Saul. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. He's done a lot of shit. He's a harpy. He's not He's not just some dude raising goats for his parents. No, he's and a leader so there, of men. There's definitely two stories going on here that, yeah. are, that are not joined in I'm any go- way. I'm going to find out about it. Okay. okay? But I'm, I'm going to find out about it. It's becoming more and more clear that that, that, yeah. that first story we heard... Was complete shit, or yeah. or this is complete shit, right? Or they're both complete shit, which is most most likely probably. Right, I think but, we've got two shit stories inter- interwoven and trying to present it as one. Right, and but the thing that always gets me about these these things when they when they have these two stories about the same fucking thing and they don't match up, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that pitch the Bible as God's fucking word, right? How is this God's word if it's wrong? Like literally, you cannot say this is right. Right. You, one of these things that is quote unquote God's word is absolutely one hundred percent fucking wrong. Oh, I can answer your question. Pick me. Pick uh, me. Yeah, you over there. They are cherry picking motherfuckers. Well, yeah, and it doesn't matter what you say because the fact that you're like this doesn't make sense means nothing to them. Right, and and also God is not real. Well, yeah, that is obviously, well. but that part doesn't matter in the argument that you would be making to right, a Christian, right. like. In addition to the fact, like, putting aside the fact that God is not real. They would be, like, translations. I'd be, like, translations. That's two fucking stories. Yeah. Two different fucking stories completely. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'd be, like, well, you're missing the point. It's the it's yeah. the gist of it. And I'm, like, well, but the gist of it is completely different as well. Well, and my parents literally tell me that they take the Bible for its word. Literally. Right. They take a literal interpretation. And I'm, like, then you're literally schizophrenic. Yeah. Right. You're literally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, going back to our reading. Yeah, sorry. David is still talking to his dado. Yeah. And he's like, have you forgotten about the time he risked his life to kill the Philistine giant and how the Lord brought a great victory to all Israel as a result? You were certainly happy about it then. Right. Yeah. You Why? guys could have all fucking died. Yeah, exactly. Why should you murder an innocent man like David? There's no reason for it at all. Yeah. Fuck face? My God. You're just a jealous fuck. Dad. Stop this shit. Right? So Saul listened to Jonathan and vowed, as surely as the Lord lives, David will not be killed. Oh. Okay. Wow. He got him to change his mind. Maybe. Maybe. He said as much. Right. Doesn't mean he changed his mind. Right, right, right. He changed his outer phrasing of it. To his son. To his son. Who obviously really likes David. So. Yeah. Yeah. Afterward, Jonathan called David and told him what had happened. Then he brought David to Saul, and David served in the court as before. Hmm. Okay. Um. I would be a little bit weary about this. Like, yeah. dude, you were going to kill me. Yesterday I wanted to kill you, but my son thinks you're cool, so okay, I guess I won't. Right, Whatever. yeah. Like, how do you even feel safe or comfortable? Yeah, I don't know. Do, I, I definitely hope, would not. I hope you're locking your door at night. Sleep with my goddamn eye open, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. War broke out again after that, and David led his troops against the Philistines. He attacked them with such fury that they all ran away. But one day, when Saul was sitting at home with spear in hand, mm-hmm. the tormenting spirit from the Lord mm-hmm. suddenly came upon him again. Okay. So God was like, <laughs> I'm not done making you crazy. Hold on. Hold right, on. Yeah. And then God leans over and says, watch this. So so God is making yeah. Saul crazy. Yeah. Okay. As God does. According to the Bible. Yeah. Okay. As David played his harp, yeah, you know, to make Saul's headaches go away. Right, right. Saul hurled his spear at David. Didn't we this just do this? This already happened. We already did this shit. What the fuck? 
But David dodged out of the way, and is leaving this... the spear stuck in the wall, he fled and escaped into the night. Are we are we retelling the same story, or is this a, another time a where he threw fucking spears at him? Different spear throwing like, story. What the fuck? There's a. Dude, I'm not? sorry. The third time, you, you were done. Yeah, we're done. You yeah. threw you threw spears at me three fucking times, dude. Right. I am not playing the goddamn harp for you anymore. In fact. I don't want to see your ass anymore. You know what? I'm taking my harp and I'm going home. Right, yeah. Then Saul sent troops to watch David's house. Shit. What the fuck? Damn, this is scary. Yeah. They were told to kill David when he came out the next morning. Holy shit. But Michael, remember David's wife? Yeah. Warned him. You know, this is uh, Saul's daughter. Yeah, right? right, yeah. Warned him, if you don't escape tonight, you will be dead by morning. Mm. So she helped him climb out through a window and he fled and escaped. Because remember, she loves David. Yeah. And she... Like, all of Saul's kids really love David. Yeah. So... Yeah. He's really fucking up here. They all want to fuck David. (laughs) David was hot. Okay? (laughs) Right. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Then she took an idol and put it in his bed, covered it with blankets, and put a cushion of goat's hair at its head. So she pulled a Ferris Bueller, right, right, and put something in the bed to make it look like he was there. More importantly, though, why do godly people have idols to just sitting around? Because they all have (laughs) idols. Doy. Because they're not godly people. Right. Okay, whatever. But I I liked my she pulled a Ferris Bueller reference. Yes, yes, it was good. That was good. Okay. When the troops came to arrest David... She told him he was sick and couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. <coughs> like when Ferris Bueller was playing on the piano. Right, right. <coughs> right? Yep. But Saul sent the troops back to get David. He ordered, bring him to this bed. Bring him to me in his bed. They're going to like pick the fucking bed up and bring it over? So I can kill him. Yeah. But they're like literally yeah. going to pick the bed up. They're going to pick the bed up. Bring Yes. He said, bring him in the bed. I'm <laughs> no, not even going to check to see if he's under there. Well, Obviously. I think they are, oh, because okay. let me let me read. Right, right. But when they came to carry David out, they discovered it was only an idol in the bed oh. with a cushion of goat's hair at its head. Oh, no. <laughs> Why have you betrayed me like this and let my enemy escape? Wait, who betrayed him? Saul demanded to Michael. Oh. How did that... Did she admit it? Or, like... Because she's like, he's in bed. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're like, he's not. He... It's... It's... A mummy thing. I, le- a, I let him escape because you're a fucking dickhead. Because you're a murdery fool. Because yeah. you're you're a fuckface, Dad. Like, dude, you made him chop off a hundred dicks for me. Oh, but look at this. Okay. I had to. Michael replied. He threatened to kill me if I didn't help him. Oh, so she's lying. She threw him under the bus. Damn. She's like, I don't know, Dad. Well, I mean, to be fair, and, I, and I'm just saying. Like, she might die if she told the truth. True, true. There's a whole fucking army there. True. And her dad's kind of psycho. Yeah. So. Yeah. And women didn't have a lot of... Rights. Yeah. Say. Recourse. Yeah. Anything. So I don't blame her for throwing him under the bus. She just wanted to live. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm good with it, I guess. I mean, in so far as this story I'm good with it. Goes. God's probably not good with it, but... Also, God picks and chooses when he's good with shit and when he's and not. And God so. is making Saul evil. Right. So, fuck that. But, no, God does that sometimes where he does something to one person and then he gets mad at the other person for not reacting correctly to the other person. And mm-hmm. they should have done this, but they didn't do it. So, then they die anyway. And then he makes a donkey talk and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> so, David escaped and went to Ramah to see Samuel. And he told him all that Saul had done to him. Oh, look, we're in the book of Samuel. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here yeah. go, a Sam. But I didn't... I did this, yeah, okay. All right, sure. Okay. Okay. Then Samuel took David with him to live at Nioth, 
When the report reached Saul that David was at Nioth in Ramah, he sent troops to capture him. Oh, damn. But when they arrived and saw Samuel leading a group of prophets who were prophesying... They were like, fuck this shit. The Spirit of God came upon Saul's men and they also began to prophesy. Damn! <sighs> wow, just just people, just random troops just start prophesying. I wonder if they are, like, talking in tongues. Like, what does it mean to prophesy? Like... They're going to build a traffic light here at the four-way stop. Well, they've, they, I mean, they, they've alluded to it's telling the future, right? Like that's, Yeah, that, that's I just how told the future. Right. Like, I don't... The, the whole talking in tongues thing, I don't know where that came from for But, I mean, I guess that could be maybe something, like, prophesizing in a... Um, because they, they supposedly speak in, like, the angel's tongue or God's... I, I don't know, something Enochian. like... Yeah, Enochian. I think I, I don't, don't just, quote me on that because I don't know that no, much about it. I was so. just quoting the show Supernatural right. just then. Like, but I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't know that much about it. But oh my god! Speaking of Supernatural, did you see that um, there's going to be a spinoff show called The Winchester? I mean, you shared that with me, so yes, I did see that. But I didn't know if you watched the trailer for I it. I didn't watch the trailer, but I saw the. Okay, you, you should me. watch the trailer and then tell me how you feel about it. Because my initial reaction was like, "More Dean and Sam! I'm so psyched!" But then I saw that like it's only Dean, not Sam, and also it's. Dean um, tracking down the story of how his parents met, but I'm like, you went to the past, you know how they fucking met. Right. And then they show us how they met, and it's different from how it was already discussed in the show, so it's breaking canon. I gotta admit, I'm kind of Sam and Dean'd out, especially since it's not actually gonna be Sam and Dean, it's gonna be other actors, so, well, like, I'm, I'm good. John and Mary, but Dean is in it. Yeah. Himself, like the actor. What's right, his name? right. Jared Ackles, or, yeah, Jared Ackles. Right. Not the Padalecki guy. Right. I, ha- I have to say both names to know which one is you which. Should, you should give them a little bit of trivia here about oh Padalecki. Okay, so here's the thing. What's his name, Padalecki? No, Jared and what's the other one? God damn it. <laughs> Sam. Who plays Sam? What's his name, Padalecki? Um, okay, the reason that, that guy, I remember. That's one. Yeah, Moose. Moose, yeah. Okay, but the reason that I know the last name Padalecki is because his mom literally taught at the high school that my sister and I attended in San Antonio, Texas. And you were in her class. We were in her class. Yeah. And she was one of the nicest teachers. And my sister and I, this was maybe like three years ago. Right. We were like talking about our our high school years and how we hated that fucking high school. East Central High School in San Antonio, you can eat my ass. (laughs) But how there were like two nice teachers and Mrs. Padillac who was one of them. Yeah. And then we were like, hang on a sec. Wait, Padalecki. Like, how normal... How, how weird is that? How like, normal is that name? And right. so then we were, like, looking it up, and we blew our fucking tops off of our heads. Right. Because we realized that <laughs> she was... What's his name? Padalecki's <laughs> mom. And that we both were in her class. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Little fun fact, another um, actor that attended that high school prior to us attending it, um, the kid that played E.T., um, that played in, not played E.T., but played in E.T. boy, yeah, Yeah. Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. And then he was also in a really fun movie called Cloak and Dagger, which, I mean, early Disney movie, fucking awesome. It was so good. Yeah. Um, That kid also went to our school. Gotcha. So... Yeah, go San Antonio. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, he that boy in Cloak and Dagger, he runs around um, the Riverwalk, and that 
was like our stomping grounds. Right, so, right. Yeah, you guys you talk go. about that all the time. Yeah, because... It's the only thing that you like about that place. I know. It's the <laughs> only good thing. Right. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we've gone off on a long tangent here. And I'm not a fan of San Antonio. No, but that's... But, but I think there was a fun... You were talking yeah. about Sam and Dean. We might as well... Supernatural. You know, give, yeah. the, give the little extra. So let me know what if y'all are looking forward to the spinoff and if I'm maybe like just preemptively not not cool with it like maybe i'm just scared right because it might suck and yeah I we want to hear like we don't want to watch it if it sucks so if somebody else is going to watch it just let us know does it suck or is it good yeah just let and us then, know and then we'll go from there yeah definitely so. oh the, also the reason that um Padalecki is not in um the john and winchester show yeah it john and mary winchester show right is because he is currently already on a different show um walker, walker texas, texas ranger. ranger kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah like i don't think that's the exact name but it's something like that whatever so. yeah anyway whatever okay back to the bible <laughs> <laughs> when saul heard what had happened he sent other troops but they too prophesied oh no oh my god wow they're all getting stuck prophesizing and guess what what? The same thing happened a third time. You stopped sending troops, you idiots. Bom, bom, bom. <laughs> Finally, Saul himself went to Rama and arrived at the Great Well in Secu. You know that Great the Well? Great, yeah, the Great One. Not the bad one. Yeah, there's a lesser one over there. That's not the one. There's We're a mediocre about the one. Great one. The Great over, One. Yeah, the Great One. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad Just, we cleared that up. Yeah. I, I wanted to be sure you sure. knew which well I was no, talking I'm about. No, I'm totally clear on it now. Okay, the Great Well. Uh-huh. Um, where are Samuel and David, he demanded. Yeah, um, where the fuck are those guys? They're at Naoth and Rama, someone told him. Mm-hmm. But on the way to Naoth and Rama, the Spirit of God came even upon Saul, and he too <laughs> began to prophecy all the way to Naoth. Wow. So okay. God was like, what, at war with himself inside this I guy? Don't He's like, know. be a nutcase. Just kidding. Prophecy. Right? Yeah, like, like God can't decide what he wants to do with him, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Like, like what, what? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. No, I think the dude was just jealous and he went there and then. He realized that then everybody he really loved went crazy. him. Yeah, they're like, he's like, what am I doing? Because everybody loves him. Right. He's like, I can't. Yeah. So he tore off his clothes and lay naked on the ground totally makes all sense. day and all night. That's no what I whatsoever. always do when I get pissed no, off. No, I, I never tear off my fucking clothes. You don't lay naked on the ground no. all day and all night? No. Uh, one time I was really drunk when I was young, oh. and uh, I, I went out and I slept in the rain on the porch. But that was the worst thing I ever did. Oh, my God. So I, mean, I didn't know. know that story. Yeah, yeah. How old were you? I was, I don't know, probably about 20. Jeezy. Yeah. You were underage drunk sleeping well, yeah, on that, a porch in the rain. I mean, you know, you can't go home drunk when you're underage, right? You know, that's <laughs> that's not cool. So, yeah, I slept on somebody's porch in were the you, rain. Were you still living at home with your parents? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I was at that time. And you were like, there is no fucking way I'm going home? Well, th- there was no way I could go home that night. <laughs> <laughs> when you sleep in the rain because you're drunk, you, you, you done fucked up. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, no. Sometimes I'm really glad I didn't know you when you were in your <laughs> 20s, honestly. All right, so um, he lay all down and all day and night, prophesying in the presence of Samuel. The people who were watching exclaimed, What? Is even Saul a prophet? The end. He, oh, 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 that was the same. Wasn't that the same? Even Saul's a prophet? Is even Saul is a even prophet? Is even Saul a prophet? Wasn't that the same? I think it was. Remember they were going to say, something why similar. is everybody saying, that it's the same. Isn't even somebody a prophet? Yeah, I think Isn't you're right. Isn't even Saul a prophet? Yeah. So there it is. That's why he's a prophet. That's why he's... Because he was an idiot. Yeah. Cause okay. Because the Lord fucked with him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he fucked with him some more. <laughs> That's... 
And that, you know the saying. <laughs> you know the saying. We know the saying. And that was the end. Okay. <laughs> that I was, forgot about that. That was really dumb. I still want that shirt, though. Right. Is it even Solo Profit? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. We got we to gotta make a... that shirt and put up in our in our shop. Right. Okay? Get on that. <laughs> Tell me that wasn't a stupid story. That was a stupid story. That was a stupid story. fucking story. Yeah. I, I don't and I don't. Really... I still don't know time frames. What the fuck is going on here? Because David King, what? What's going on? I I don't know. I'm like, I'm gonna look it up. It's gonna be in our Q and A. No, I know. But like Saul has tried to kill this motherfucker multiple times now, mm-hmm. and they act like that never happened in that one chapter. Right. In this book. Yeah. In the same book that we're exactly. reading. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. I don't know, guy. I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I'm really. You're distraught over that. I am because it doesn't. It doesn't. Not drive. that okay. The, the Bible often doesn't make sense. But this is just like one of those times where I'm like, this is really stupid. Right. Really stupid. And it would be an easy fix. Yeah, it definitely just would be an easy fix. tell it in the correct order. Yeah. And like make, an editor make it make sense. An editor could have wiped out that whole other chapter that we read about yeah. him becoming king. Yeah. And it would have made a whole hell of a lot more sense mm-hmm. if they would have just left that out. It almost seems like there should be a rewrite. I mean, I could write this better than these fuckers. We should totally, when we're done, make it a Bible rewrite project. I, I'm all for it. I think we should write this Bible, like, in our words. Yeah. And just be like, like you know. With lots F-bombs of, and all. Yeah, F-bombs and all. We're just going to interpret this our way. Yeah. And then, like, and publish that shit. It's the Are You Fucking Kidding Me Bible. And it's the Sacrilegious <laughs> Discourse Bible. I'm for this plan. Yeah. I All think right. we should totally do that. All right. Maybe maybe um, one book at a time, like not the whole Bible. Yeah, we should write. Yeah, we should start with Genesis and yeah. publish it chapter by chapter. Yeah. You guys should let us know what you think if you want us to do that or not, because I think it'd be awesome. I, I'm I for think, this project. I think project. wife needs to get on this, and like, so we start, need to start selling sacrilegious discourse Bibles. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That would be a fun project. I really won't would. do it unless we get at least five people that say they absolutely must see this happen oh and and if you make me a shirt that you put up in the store that says is even Saul a prophet well we need those five people first then i'll make the shirt and then you got to write this fucking bible okay all right well that's all we got for today right yep all right so that was uh first samuel chapter 19 and tomorrow we're doing first samuel chapter 20 and then that's friday so on saturday we'll have our q a when Hopefully, I will have a timeline straightened out or some information yeah. about it. And then on Sunday will be our weekly replay. And Monday we'll be back for First Samuel chapter 21. Oh, and one more thing. Mm-hmm. We have already out today a new Patreon um, episode about gun control. So you guys should go and check that out um, and, you know, you know, subscribe to Patreon. Well, yeah, so, so you can that hear would, it. That, yeah, then you could hear it. So. Right. Um, Yeah, go do that, and then we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. All right, bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. I did that a little unenthusiastic. You did? Because of today's topic. Well, yeah, it is an unenthusiastic topic, that's for sure. Um, We are going to have a discussion about guns and stuff like that. Gun violence and shootings and whatnot and what have you. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a heavy topic, but it's one that is very relevant to today, and I'm glad we're having it. Yeah. So, um, did I, you want to cover anything else, like what we're going to go into over, or just uh, leave it there? I'm going to leave it there, but I am going to include an apology because it, I might get emotional. Um, I might cry. 
sorry gotcha. that happens. Gotcha. All right. Well, if uh, so, this is our Patreon special episode, mm-hmm. and if you want to hear the rest of it, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to go subscribe over at Patreon. It's just two dollars a month. That's like less than seven cents a day. True. You can find that on the fucking ground. I mean, I couldn't, but you could. I did. I found ten cents today. Wow. I covered. I covered at least one day of a Patreon subscription. We're we're I'm rich, rich now. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> all right, let's go do this episode. All right. Okie dokie. All right. Well, this is a special Patreon episode, actually, which so, means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse, become a member for as low as $2 a month, and you'll have access to all these special things and, and goodies, too. So, you know, go do that. So, this was just a teaser. Yeah. Teaser. Just checking. Bye. 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 Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, Let's see. I think Saul tried to throw another fucking spear at uh, David. Yes. And then he laid down naked on the street. Yeah. And also... There was the phrase, is even Saul a prophet? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that was an important one right there because, yeah. you know, it's mentioned before. And it's a big thing. Everybody loves David. You know that saying. You know oh, that yeah. Saying. The, yeah, David. David's yeah. awesome. David is awesome. Except for to Saul. Yeah. But then he became a prophet because he went to go talk to Samuel and, and apparently that turned you into a prophet well, who lays naked in the street. Well, because at first God made Saul bad and then he made Saul good. And God is just all bad. Yeah. In the Bible. He is. He really is. Jesus. What a dick. Right? So all anyway. Right. So that was First uh, Samuel chapter 19. 19. And today we are doing... First Samuel chapter 20. All right. Let's get into this. Let's. Okay. First Samuel chapter 20. All right. The friendship of David and Jonathan. David, okay, the good, yeah, they were friends. And, yeah, and Saul's he, son, Jonathan. He really liked them, and yeah. And I think they're lovers. Maybe. It could be. David. David. Now fled from Naoth in Ramah and found Jonathan. What have I done, he exclaimed. What is my crime? How have I offended your father that he is so determined to kill me? Because he has a fucking ego the size of whatever. He's, he's petty. He's yeah. a petty shit. Yeah. That's how. That's not true, Jonathan protested. You're not going to die. He always tells me everything he's going to do, even the little things. I know my father wouldn't hide something like this from me. I'm sorry. It just isn't so. But you talked to him in the field, yeah. and then he went and tried to kill him. Right. After he said he wasn't going to try to kill him. Right. So, fuck you. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. And also, I'm your friend, and I'm telling you, he threw a goddamn spear at me. Right. And then he came to my house. Yeah. With, with you know, an army. Well, I don't know. Maybe ask your sister what she thinks. <laughs> right. Because Michael uh, seems to understand. Yeah. She had to put an idol in my bed so I could get away. Then David took an oath before Jonathan and said, Your father knows perfectly well about our friendship. Mm-hmm. So he has said to himself, I won't tell Jonathan. Why should I hurt him? But I swear to you that I am only a step away from death. Yeah. I swear it by the Lord and by your own soul. 
But he already ran away to Samuel, so what's he worried about right now? I don't fucking know. And Saul was, like, prophesizing and laying naked in the goddamn streets. So. Maybe we're doing another flashback. Or um, a meanwhile... This, this, cha- this book is, is, is fucking me up with time frames because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's really weird. Tell me what I can do to help you, Jonathan exclaimed. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's fair. That's a good response. Sure. Sure. Like, sorry about my dad trying yeah, to what kill can I do? you. What can I do? David replied, tomorrow we celebrate the new moon festival. <laughs> the new moon festival? Well, yeah. It's pagan it's, shit right there. Mm-hmm, what the mm-hmm. fuck? It's even more fun than the barley party. Yeah. I've always eaten with the king on this occasion, but tomorrow I'll hide in the field and stay there until the evening of the third day. If your father asks where I am, tell him I asked permission to go home to Bethlehem for an annual family sacrifice. Mm. If he says, fine, then you will know all is well. But if he's angry and loses his temper, you'll know he is determined to kill me. Mm. Show me this loyalty as my sworn friend. For we made a solemn pact before the Lord. Or, you know, just fucking kill me yourself if I have sinned against your father. But please don't betray me to him. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Never, Jonathan exclaimed. You know that if I had the slightest notion my father was planning to kill you, I would tell you at once. Because he did. Right. I'm just saying. He was already pretty good about that. Yeah. Yeah. But he just, you know, he thought he had his dad's confidence after that. Like, okay, we're not going to kill him, right? Okay, cool. Good, good, good. Right. If you're, one of your parents wanted to kill me, would you tell me? Well, yeah. I would totally tell you as well. I'm glad. If one of my parents wanted to kill you. Very happy about that. I don't think they do, though. I don't think either of our parents, well, your mom likes me a lot, and my parents like you a lot. Right. So, it's kind of cool that way. Yeah, they call me their favorite, uh. Um, son-in-law. Yeah. And and there are others. And there are others. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the son that they really want, if I'm being honest. Right, it's just right. me and my sister. Yeah. I think that they would trade both me and my sister for you and that's in even, a fucking heart. That's even with them knowing I'm a liberal cuck, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. A like, libtard? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's surprising, because they definitely are not that way. They are no, very not. They are nasty-ass tea party. Right. Um, QAnon, even. QAnon... Trumpsters that were, I don't know, Southern Baptist weirdos. But, you know, I look the part of good old boy, and I'm really nice. So you are very nice. There's that. You're so nice. And I try to avoid any fucking subject with your parents that has anything to do with politics or religion. It's so sad because at one time you guys could um, talk about football. Yeah, but now they don't even like football because NFL and kneeling. Yeah. Jesus Yeah. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. Okay, so this is all happening, and then David asked, how will I know whether or not your father is angry? Wait, David asked that? Yeah. I thought he was just telling them what to do, like he's going to hide in the field, and then if he gets mad that he's not there, then obviously he's mad, right? Right. I mean, I would Oh, because David's hiding, so David's like, how am I going to know what's happening over there, because I'm in hiding. How will I know? He. Yeah, I followed that. Yeah. Come out to the field with me, Jonathan replied. And they went there together. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Then Jonathan told David, I promise by the Lord, the God of Israel, ah, that by this time tomorrow, uh huh, uh huh, or the next day at the latest, I will talk to my father, oh, right there, and let you know at once how he feels about you. I know how I feel. If he speaks favorably about you, like, I will let you know. 
just not right. What? <laughs> Nothing. What? <laughs> you don't like my two cents added in? I, it's fine. It's fine. But if he is angry and wants you killed, may the Lord strike me and even kill me if I don't warn you so you can escape and live. May the Lord be with you as he used to be with my father. Oh, he's like, my dad used to be goddess. Yeah, now he lost his way. Yeah. He's, he's crazy, crazy. He's so bananas. Yeah. And may you treat me with the faithful love of the Lord as long as I may live. Yeah. But if I die, treat my family with this faithful love, even when the Lord destroys all your enemies from the face of the earth. Except for Saul, right? Because he throws spears at me. <laughs> I'd be like, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Like, your sister, I'm good. We're married. We're so married. Like, no, that's and, cool. And we fuck good. Right. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jonathan made a solemn pact with David saying, may the Lord destroy all your enemies. Ooh. Damn. I mean, Saul is kind of one of his enemies, so. And Jonathan made David reaffirm his vow of friendship again. Yeah, he did. For Jonathan loved David as he loved himself. Yeah. With his right hand. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) All right, I added that. Yeah. Then Jonathan said, tomorrow we celebrate the new moon festival because we are pagan AF. Right. Yeah. You will be missed when your place at the table is empty. The day after tomorrow toward evening, go to the place where you hid before and wait there by the stone pile. I will come out and shoot three arrows to the side of the stone pile as though I were shooting at a target. Then I will send a boy to bring the arrows back. If you hear me tell him, they're on this side, then you will know as surely as the Lord lives that all is well and there is no trouble. What if he was just a shitty shot that day and shot him on the wrong side? Ooh, that would suck. (laughs) That'd fuck it all up. Right? But if I tell him, go farther, the arrows are still ahead of you. Right. Then it will mean that you must leave a fucking immediately. So clear. That's very clear. For the Lord is sending you away. Yeah. Far, far means go, go. Right. Got it. And may the Lord keep us, wait, make us keep. And may the Lord make us keep our promises to each other. For yeah. he has witnessed them. Because we can't keep our promises ourselves. We need the Lord to do it for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's obvious, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean. I, I know I struggle with keeping promises that I make. Without the Lord's, wait, no, 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 I don't. No, but I think that you can't trust people unless they're like making a vow on the Lord back then. But why? Why? Because people are bad and stupid. and But if they make a promise on the Lord, then they're inclined to keep it because they only make that promise if they're telling the truth. I don't know. I, in my In my estimation of people so far in my life... There's good people and there's bad people, and it doesn't mm-hmm. take God to know whether they're good or bad. It's, it's just true. a you know character thing. They they are either, they either have a good character or a bad character, it's and true. you know you either trust them or you don't. Because I know some asshole atheists, and I know some good atheists, right? And I know some asshole Christians, and I know some good Christians for sure. Yeah, like so. I mean, I don't agree with anything your parents say, but they're good people, and I trust them. Mm, they're nice enough. I would trust them to do something to help me. If, if they, well, if they said they were going to do something, I would trust them. That's true. That is true. And they would just about do anything to help us. Right. I'm not that saying that I believe what they believe. No. Like, not even fucking close, but I trust them. Generally speaking, they are decent people. Right. Yeah. I, they just want all kinds of laws that... That we don't want. That we don't want. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably... Some of their laws have me sent to jail. So probably. that is kind of... Where I have problems. Yes. Yes. So David hid himself in the field, and when the new moon festival began, the king sat down to eat. 
He sat at his usual place, so this must be before he went cuckoo bananas. Okay, I, I guess. He sat in his usual place against the wall with Jonathan sitting opposite him and Abner beside him. But David's place was empty. Yeah, because, you know, he wasn't there. Yeah. He's in the field. He's hiding. In the field. In the field. Right. By the rocks. Yeah, by the rocks. Saul didn't say anything about it that day, for he said to himself, something must have made David ceremonially unclean. There you go. That had mm, to be it. Mm, mm. He had to go wash his dick. Right. Yeah, he mm-hmm. just, he had sex with somebody or something. Oh. Oh. Mm. Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> but when David's place was empty again the next day, Saul asked Jonathan, why hasn't the son of Jesse been here for the meal either yesterday or today? Jonathan replied, here we go. Okay, I'm ready. David earnestly asked me if he could go to Bethlehem. He said, please let me go for we are having a family sacrifice. My brother demanded that I be there, so please let me get away to see my brothers. Yeah. That's why he isn't here at the king's table. Right. Saul boiled with rage oh, at man. Jonathan. He must want to kill him. That means... You know what that means. Yeah, he's, he's mad. Mm, mm-mm. Yep. Oh, damn. Listen to this. You stupid son of a whore! He is that what it says? Him. That is what it says. Holy fuckballs. You stupid son of a whore. Wow. That's yeah. some strong language for the Bible. It is. Do you... you think I don't know that you want him to be king in your place, shaming yourself and your mother? As long as that son of Jesse is alive, you'll never be king. Wow. Now go and get him so I can kill him. Holy shit. I, I guess that just solidifies that whole thing like, right there. Like, we don't even have to guess. Like, yeah, he that talk we out. had in the field the other day, Dad, it's just right out, huh? Oh, unless that, this it, is... It, it's uh, like, yeah, unless this is something completely fucking different. Right. But why should he be put to death? Jonathan asked his father. <laughs> They're just having a cordial conversation. So you just talked about killing him, and you called me a stupid son of a whore? Whore, whore. Jesus. Yeah, stupid and son of a whore. And we're just still cordially talking back mm-hmm. to your father. Yeah. Okay. What has he done? Then Saul hurled his spear at Jonathan. Fuck me. Intending to kill him. So what the last, hell? at last, Jonathan realized that his father was really determined to kill David. <laughs> to kill David... My God, he just he's tried to, to kill, kill you. Right, well, somebody needs to take that motherfucker's spear away. Mm-hmm. He just hurls it at anybody he's pissed off yeah, at. Yeah, he is a spear-throwing son of a whore. Huh? Wow, huh? Yeah, yeah, right? But he called his son a stupid, a stupid son, son of, of a, a whore. whore. Like, you're the one that fucked her. Yeah. All I did was get born from her. Right. You calling my mom a whore, that's on you, bruh. Yeah. I got nothing to do with it. Yeah. Moreover, if I'm stupid, maybe it's because you didn't educate me. So that's on you too, bitch. Right. Maybe I'm just a stupid son of a gigolo or, you know, whatever. Mm, mm. I mean, you know, you got got to be able to take it if you can dish it, right? Maybe I'm not stupid. Maybe you're an asshole. Yeah, exactly. There's that. You fucking murderous asshole. Right? (laughs) I couldn't come up with a better insult. I'd be out of there. Fucking threw a spear at me? Fuck you. Yeah. Would you, what would you do if your dad threw a spear at you? I'd fucking take his spear and leave or throw it back at him. I'd be like, here, catch. Yeah, right? (laughs) Jonathan left the table in fierce anger and refused to eat on that second day of the festival. Yeah, I did. For he was crushed by his father's shameful behavior toward David. He, What? Why not toward yourself? Right. Like, yes, toward David. Obviously, that's bad that he wants to kill him. But he wants to kill David. He tried to kill you. Yeah. So, I just mean, saying. I would be mad at him on both counts. Right. But honestly, being a selfish individual, I'd be even more mad that my parent was trying to kill me. Right. Yeah. Gosh. Well, that's pretty bad. The next morning, as agreed, 
Jonathan went out on into the field and took a young boy with him to gather his arrows. <laughs> young boy, gather my arrows. <laughs> Start running, he told the boy, so you can find the arrows as I shoot them. Mm. So the boy ran, and Jonathan shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy had almost reached the arrow, Jonathan shouted, The arrow is still ahead of you! Hurry, hurry! Do not wait! So that's the, boy, the mean one. That's the one that says, get the fuck that's out. That's the go. Get, get the fuck out. Yeah. Far, far, go, go. So the boy quickly gathered up the arrows and ran back to his master. He, of course, suspected nothing. Only Jonathan and David understood the signal. Right. I mean, he could have just yelled, You were right! I was wrong! Fucking run! Right. So then Jonathan gave his bow and arrows to the boy and told him to take him back to town. As soon as the boy was gone, David came out from where he had been hiding near the stone pile. Then David bowed three times to Jonathan with his face to the ground. Both of them were in tears as they... If they were going to talk to each other after the boy right, what left, was the what was the, the point of the fucking arrow shit? And the co- that's yeah, that's stupid. So, so dumb. Both of them were in tears as they embraced each other and said goodbye, especially David. At last, Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for we have sworn loyalty to each other in the Lord's name. The Lord is the witness of a bond between us and our children forever. Then David left and Jonathan returned to town. A- the end. I almost said amen. The end. <laughs> I don't know why I said amen. It just felt like, you know, Bible-ish, it, right? It did. Yeah. It did. Um, yeah, so the end. Hmm. Hmm. They was I, crying. I'm really kind of looking forward to, like, our Q&A, because, yeah. which is going to be tomorrow, right? Yeah. 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 Because I, I'm, I really am wanting to know what's going on with these fucking timelines, because it, mm-hmm. I think we ran into this in the last book, or maybe this book earlier on, but there's been some really wonky, like, time, time mm-hmm. things going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And this one is really bad for it. It's not good. It's not good at all. It is not good. But, uh... Yeah, Saul's kind of a... He's a fucking asshole. I kind of liked him at first. Remember, he was kind of yeah. cool right off the bat? Because we didn't like but, Samuel, that's why. Right. and But now they're making Saul, Saul look like is, a fucking dick. He's Nunu. Yeah. He's, he's gone. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well. That, uh, was, that was First Samuel chapter 20. Yeah, and tomorrow we are going to be in doing our Q&A. And then Sunday will be our weekly replay. And we will be back on Monday for First Samuel chapter 21. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. It's Saturday. Q&A. Sure the fuck is. I'm really excited about Apparently, it. Apparently. Jeez. <laughs> you really kind of caught me off guard there. I was like, damn. That was some enthusiasm. That was some enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this week we were reading about Saul and some Samuel and David. Mm-hmm. David killed a motherfucking giant, and there was a bunch of spears thrown. Yeah. And tips and shafts. And dick tips. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, and foreskins. Foreskins. So what is it we're talking about today? Well, you and I were really confused about the timelines, particularly yeah. of um, when Saul met David yes. and what, what role Saul played. Was I right to be confused? Yes. Oh, you, I'm glad we, I... You, we were right to be confused. Okay. All right. Yes. Not, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad it wasn't just me then. No. So I'm not crazy. No. Okay. It's the Bible. It's the Bible. The Bible is wrong The Bible and bad. is wrong and bad. Okay. Just making sure here. Yep. All right. So that's what we're covering in our Q&A today. We and, are uh, indeed. Let's get on into it. Okie dokie. Okay, so David. David. Who the fuck was David? Uh, he was a 
nine foot person killing motherfucker. He was not a nine foot person. The nine foot. Oh, a you nine are foot really person. like. Shut up! <laughs> I I thought you were describing David instead of the no, giant, and I no. was like, no, the giant was nine foot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I did not follow. I don't think that you said that. I think that you were best. ready to jump it before I even finished the sentence. False. No, I don't. I saw think, your eyes. No, my eyes were like, oh wait, he is saying it's stupid, and then I had to rephrase it in my head. Okay. They agree with me. I, mm, mm, they, uh, weren't, they weren't mm, here. They weren't here. Well, they I didn't see what I saw. Who is the writer and better with words between the two of us? Who's never written a post except for one on their pod- podcast blog? I'm just. Oh my god, that doesn't matter. <laughs> As to whether or not you were stupid just now. I'm not stupid. Oh, my God. Okay. I was right. The nine foot. Fuck off. killing motherfucker. Fuck off. Fuck off. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, anyways. Um, anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah, David. And that particular, how did we meet David? Um, and why did we meet him and then like two chapters later we met him again yeah in like a whole different type of circumstance context yeah yeah. it was not the same at all right exactly so i had to do some pretty good spelunking on this one because you know when you ask questions about the bible you always get the apologists right right and so of course there were apologists on this and they were like oh you're reading too much into it and i'm really not it doesn't matter because they both convey the same message, which is that he was a warrior and a leader of men who went from nothing to greatness. They really don't, though. Like, one is he comes literally from nothing. The other one, he builds his way up over time and also Saul's an asshole in that one. Well, Like, okay. directly, like, we know why he's an asshole. I'm so. going gonna, gonna to get into more of that a little bit, but um, let's start with... What the apologists are trying to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and they're they'll say all of these things, but the end of the sentence is because. Because. <laughs> and then they don't right. continue. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But both of the stories are independent from each other, but they both talk about how David emerged from obscurity yeah. to become a presence in the royal court of Saul. Right. We can agree with that. Sure. Right? Well, I mean, one, he went from being obscurity to king, like literally. But he was in the court of Saul. I don't. I don't understand. Saul got taken fired. off. Of, yeah, he right. got fired. So how is but he in the court of Saul if he's king? Because Saul was still there. I'm. That doesn't make okay. any sense to me. Let's just move on. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry. Both stories began with none of us, including Saul, have any idea who David is. Mm-hmm. We have to be introduced to him both times and to his family. Right. In both stories, his father, his three eldest brothers are named, and he has four other unnamed brothers. Got it. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Um, both of the stories describe how David comes to Saul's attention through his skill at playing the liar, or Lear. Is it a liar? I, I it's a liar. don't know, honestly. I think it's a liar. Okay. And through, well, a harp. How about that? Yeah, harp. His harp. Right. Yeah. And through his bravery on the battlefield. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. So both of those have that in it. Okay. And both stories have Saul being pleased with David because he soothes Saul's spirit and because he is victorious against Goliath. Except for until he doesn't, but No, 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 no. Yeah, totally agree with you. But the first story didn't have anything about Goliath or... Okay, but what I'm saying is that for various reasons in one... 
he sued the spirit, yeah. and then the other, he was a hero that killed Goliath, sure. right? But both times, um, Saul was pleased with David. Right, right. Okay? Okay. Um, and both conclude with explicit notice that Saul took David into his permanent service. Like, in one, he was like, you're um, going to be my harper, harpist guy and my... Arm be- arms bearer. Right, right. Right. And then the other one, he's like, whoa, my dad, my guy, you're going to be my soldiery boy now. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So both stories talk about David's rise to prominence in Saul's court. Yep. And so apologists will say that the stories are identical in function and they are parallel in structure, even though. They are completely out of order and nonsensical. Okay, but in a book that is fucking God's word, you take one out because one's not right, correct? I totally fucking agree with like you. Like, that, that's such bullshit. I totally... That anybody, anybody who says that this is God's word is fucking full of shit. I totally agree with you. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, like I said, this answer was not good enough for me, so right. I did a little more spelunking. Yeah. Because I don't care that they both serve the same ultimate purpose. Right. <laughs> they were wrong, though. Yeah. So, um, there were two authors that I came across that um, I actually am quite interested in. One guy is um, Joel Baden, who wrote several books, one of which was The Historical David, The Real Life of an Invented Hero. Hmm. Okay? Yeah. Um, Now, in in this book, um, one of the things that I read that quoted, was quoted from this book, is that... Um, oftentimes when there are two stories, at least two stories that reference the same thing, but one of them has a popular name and the other one has a name we've never heard of. Yeah. It's usually the unheard of guy that did the actual thing. Oh, okay. Okay? So, um, I guess when we get to Chronicles, the book of Chronicles Mm -hmm. in the Bible, there's going to be another mention of this, but it'll be of of, uh, the Goliath killing. Okay. But it'll be a different guy that does it. (laughs) And I forget his name. It starts with an E, like Ehemon or some shit like that. Wow. So they attributed that thing. And I'll get into the why in a bit. Yeah. Okay. So they think that probably the Goliath thing was done by this other like E, E whatever guy. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to call him E. Got it. Um, and and that the story was then attributed later to David to build him up. Okay. And, and like I said, I'll get into that in a little bit. Sure. But this book here, I, I want to read the, um, the uh, what's it called? Sy- Summary, synopsis. Sorry. I want to read that to you. Again, it's by Joel Baden, and it's called The Historical David, The Real Life of an Invented Hero. Okay. Okay. Yep. Joel Baden, a leading expert on the Old Testament, offers a controversial look at the history of King David, the founder of the nation of Israel, whose bloodline leads to Jesus, challenging prevailing popular beliefs about his legend in the historical David. So I don't think that we were quite aware that Jesus is descended from David. No, definitely not aware of that. Which makes sense because so far they've all come from what, like Moses or whatever? I mean, they like, had to because the you know world flooded and they all died. Right. So yeah. Right. Well, you're thinking of Noah. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Who? Okay. Who Moses also yeah. descended from? All right. right. Sure. So, 
they're they're talking about David as you know this precursor to Jesus. Got it. Okay, so we've got to make David look great. Got it. Got okay. Yep. Yeah. Baden makes clear the author makes clear that the biblical account of David is an attempt to shape the events of his life politically and theologically. Going beyond the biblical bias, meaning apologists, he explores the events that lie behind the David story, events that are grounded in the context of the ancient Near East and continue to inform modern Israel. The historical David, the book, exposes an ambitious, ruthless, flesh-and-blood man who achieved power by any means necessary, including murder, Hmm. theft, Bribery, sex, deceit, and treason. Wow. As Baden, the author, makes clear, the historical David stands in opposition not only to the virtuous and heroic legends, but to our very own self-definition as David's national and religious descendants. Right. Provocative and enlightening, the historical David provides the lost truth about David and poses a challenge to us. How do we come to terms with the reality of a celebrated hero who was, in fact, similar to the ambitious power players of his day? Oh, you know what? I, I mean, that's an easy one because I don't believe in God. Right. Yeah. Right. But I'm I'm interested in that book. Yeah. Because that sounds right up my alley. Unless he's trying to apologize for him being an ambitious, you know, like no, I don't get person. from what I read about this guy. He's not an apologist. He's a historian. Got it. Okay. Okay. Like historian first, religious after. Got it. Got it. Um, but to get back into David, um, I mentioned briefly that um he is one of Jesus's descendants, right? Right. So therefore, we need to make David look as super awesome possum as possible. So you're saying that this bit was written after the Bible, like the New Testament came out, essentially? Could be. And could thrown be. back in, maybe? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. They took the story of this E-guy who killed Goliath yeah. and stuck it in there. So I guess, I mean, you, you may not have looked this up, but I, I'm, I'm curious whether or not the... Um, the David and Goliath story is in the tor- is in the original Old Testament that the Jewish people use. Um, like the Pentateuch is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no, the Pentateuch um, is the first five books of the Bible. No, I know, but the Jewish version of the Pentateuch is what you're saying. Um, oh, no, 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 never mind, no. never mind. Sorry. I, I'm confused for a minute. That's sorry. Right. Nothing. Yeah, no, the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah, sorry, nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. I, I just know that um, he... Christians love this guy. Sure. So I don't know how the Jewish feel about him. Yeah, no, I was just curious if it changed yeah. from, like, if that changed from, like, what the Jewish people would read versus what, like, is that is there a difference in those Bibles? Right. So that's all. Yeah, those, that, that'll be interesting. Whatever. That'll be interesting to uh, keep in mind as we read that eventually. Right, right. There was a question about whether those two versions were in the wrong order. The how Saul met David. Yeah. But even if you reverse the stories and put them in a different order, there's no way to make them reconcile with each other. Gotcha. So it is very obviously two separate stories. Right. Now, apologists will say, no, when Chronicles, when it says that E, whatever, killed Goliath, that he was actually killing Goliath's brother. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Total apologist, yeah, right? Like, sure. what can we say? What can we make <laughs> up? Anything to make this be true. Right, right. Yeah. There is another book called How to Read the Jewish Bible by Mark G. Brettler. Okay. And... 
I want to read this synopsis as well, because just the synopses alone of these two books really, I think, answers our question and gives context to what we're asking. Okay. You know, they, they describe David and who we're asking about. Sure. So in his new book, Master Bible Scholar and Teacher Mark Brettler argues that today's contemporary readers can only understand the ancient Hebrew scripture by knowing more about the culture that produced it. And so Brettler unpacks the literary conventions, ideological assumptions, and historical conditions that inform the biblical context and demonstrates how modern critics, modern critical scholarship and archaeological discoveries shed light on this fascinating and complex literature. Brettler surveys representative biblical texts from different genres to illustrate how modern can read these texts. Modern, modern people. What? Modern people, I should say. Sorry. He guides us in reading the Bible as it were was read in the biblical period, independent of later religious norms and interpretive traditions. Understanding the Bible this way lets us appreciate it as an interesting text that speaks in multiple voices on profound issues. Although the emphasis of how to read the Jewish Bible is on showing contemporary Jews as well as Christian the Christians, uh, how they can relate to the Bible in a more meaningful way. Readers at any level of religious faith can benefit greatly from this comprehensive but remarkably clear guide to interpreting the Jewish Bible. So the reason that I read that is that there is another thing that that was uh, a quote that was taken from that particular book. Okay. And in that book, he's the one that put forth the idea that apologists will suggest that Goliath killed by E was actually the Goliath that we know's brother. Got okay? it. So, yeah. And he's not saying that's what happened. He's saying, you know, some people think this. Right. Okay. He is also the one that put forth the uh, idea that if two people are mentioned, one famous, one not, Yeah, that the story most likely should be attributed to the less famous of the two. Gotcha. He had some really interesting things to say about who the fuck David is. And what I would recommend if you want to know more about this particular thing right, is to hit up Reddit because there, <laughs> seriously, there is like an entire rabbit hole just on this section alone, these, um, like, four verses yeah. in the chapter, or these four chapters right, right. in the book of First Samuel. Yeah, I don't doubt it, because I was very confused through these chapters. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, the most likely, to answer your question in the short, the most likely answer is that there were, indeed, two different stories they changed the name of one of them from the E guy to David and then right. tried to interweave them and did a really, piss really poor piss poor job. Yeah. And the, the reason that they did that was because they're trying to make David look awesome. But there's another little historical thing as well. Okay. Um, remember when I told you about how um, the kingdom like split in to two? and. Yes. How there were, like, kings in one and then kings in the other. Right, that's why they mentioned Judah separately. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, David, when he was made king, he was king in, I forget which area, I think it was the the Bethlehem one. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. 
Um, but he was made king separately from where Saul was. So this was also a political move to make Saul look as horrible as possible hmm. to excuse why David took the kingship. Not was given the kingship, but took the kingship to excuse his behavior as Jesus's descendant. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I think so. I think David was a bad guy. Right. But the Bible's trying to make him look super pretty because we need to love him because Jesus came from him and anybody Jesus came from has to be pretty. Got it. Got it. Okay. So. Sure. It was not just. I thought thought Jesus came strictly from God. You know, basically. um, Mary or Joseph, I don't know which one, well, was can't be descend- Joseph. Right. Be Mary. Right. So Mary then was directly descended from these people. Okay. All so, right. you know, she's the one that carried Je- the Jesus child. I guess, I guess. So, yeah, there's that whole question as well. Who gives a fuck who, um, Jesus is descended from if he's God, right? Right, right. Right? It doesn't matter. He just used some genes and was like, there it is. It's there good. it is. But there can't be any bad genes in God. So like, right. But they don't know anything about genes in the Bible. So yeah. why don't they just think that God just implanted the perfect human in there? Right, exactly. So. Because he would only be implanted in a perfect vessel. Uh-huh. And so that perfect vessel had to be descended from, you know, directly from these perfect sources. You know what? What? It sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that was, uh, is that pretty much all we got on the yeah, David story? Yeah, that was pretty much it. And apologies for having hidden up um, future books that we haven't read yet, including the New Testament. It no, seems it was that the relevant. M- it so. seems that the more we read, though, the more that the, we have to drag the Jesus story in. is getting involved. Well, from it's that's, really annoying. We've actually had somebody, you know, tell us they don't want us to talk about that because the Old Testament stands alone. Without Jesus, like there, but it should, but it doesn't because the because people were, went back and rewrote it. Yeah, or rewrote it. Sorry. Yeah, the stories that were changed or inserted were done because of Jesus' apologists. Right, right. So we can't help but mention these things. Right. Like my bad, I didn't mean to have politics and. Well, I think it would be really interesting to read it without the edits from Jesus apologists. Yeah, you know that would I mean? be. Like, and then and then go from there to read the New Testament because mm-hmm. then it would be a very glaring difference between what Old Testament versus New Testament is, and mm-hmm. those apologies wouldn't be there, so it would be very. But then what you're basically... Stark differences. But what you're basically talking about then is not the Old Testament Bible. You're talking about a collection of Greek and Roman stories from way back. Sure. And and that's different. I got you. I got you. <laughs> hint. Hint. Spoiler alert. It's not different. Right. Right. <laughs> I just... There's, there's so much wrong with all of this. Oh, so yeah. Definitely. Just, that, that's all. Definitely. That's it. Yeah, it's well, that's why I wanted people to... People that didn't know how to write, trying to mesh all kinds of shit together and just throw it mm-hmm. all in one book and call it done. Well, okay, but to be fair, um, you know, in, in their defense, mm-hmm. they had no idea that this was going to be around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. They were probably just trying to, you know, pass it to their current followers. Sure, but doesn't somebody in like the, you know, 14 or 1500s be like, you know, maybe it's time we, uh... Sure. People are starting to read more. We got that that, that printing press thing just got invented or whatever. Right. Maybe we should uh, edit this. Maybe we should make this concise. Yeah. But at that time, too, they weren't 
um, eager teaching people to read. So I don't sure. think it ever occurred to them, we're going to need to clean this shit up. Right. Until it was too late. And now you cannot touch it. Well, yeah, because it's all matter of permanent record at this point. We yeah. can all look anything up on the online. Mm-hmm. So you, you change it and we're all going to be like, no, you changed it. Right. So that's not what it said. Right. Han did not shoot first. No, he sure did. Or no, what? I mean no. Han did shoot Han first. Han did shoot first. Yeah, Han did. Sorry, yeah, sorry, I, I hate... had it backwards. No, I know. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. No, Han absolutely shot first because that is um, important in his entire right. character arc. Yeah, you can't change shit and then, you know, expect people not to notice nowadays. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it for our q and I believe. Yeah. And tomorrow we will be doing our... Uh, weekly replay. And then we will be back on Monday for... Um, 1 Samuel chapter 21, I believe. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you guys then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 